And Rhino, he's not even an issue. I don't sweat Rhino. Are you ready? Yes, it's the Rhino. I just want the paper. I done came down so clean. I'm shining on the haters. Ain't none better than me. Paint wetter than he. 400 And out comes Rhino. Rhino. I just want the paper. I done came down so clean. I'm shining on the haters. Ain't none better than me. Paint wetter than he. 400 Welcome back to another edition of the Rhino Wrestling Review. I am joined by the Depression Twins across the table from me, Will Lewis. So sad. And Jason Calcibetta. So sad. Why are you guys sad uh, this time of year? It's Christmas. I'm not sad at all, sir. Okay. I actually had a good day today. Okay. Christmas is great. Yeah. I love Christmas. It's the, not the worst holiday It's of the, the year. most oh, wonderful time. time. Of the year, you got some Cheeto fingers on the board. Already, no, my my, I was getting hair all beard over hair, beard, beard hair all hair over the place. Gross. Well, I was just so dying. You guys for aren't a while. sad about anything. No. Right, right now, now? You're no. Sad, like golden. Fucking every day, I talk to you guys. Well, give us like, sure. I was about to say, just give us like five minutes. No, like, oh, I'm sure. We'll Jason's be. fixing his life and Will's <laughs> dying somehow. Yeah, dying in, dead <laughs> on the inside. Thought maybe we could hash it out here on the the airwaves. But there. you just gave them a giant bag of presents. <laughs> That's yeah, true. We did. Maybe and we had some good pizza. Mm-hmm. We also got to see uh, King Corbin. Yeah. And uh, Heavy Machinery wrestling. Oh yeah! 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 So as we record this, Danny. SmackDown is currently on. So if you hear me ask Jason a question and he doesn't respond for like ten seconds, it's because he's watching TV. Or he's trying to get you to watch when it. he's supposed to be Psst, recording. Like, Psst, damn! 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 damn. Look, Cesaro's back. She's like, I don't care. Dan gets care. I'm trying to. Dan gets mean to me when we watch TV. I'm trying to. Oh, oh, I get mean to you. <laughs> when, when you come over to do a podcast, you want to watch TV instead. Or you want to watch the Impact Twitch channel that one time. I bet time. Jeff Jarrett's on. You're like, hey, man, your, your Twitch stream uh, froze. Can you stop talking? Stop in the middle of the sentence what you're doing right now and refresh the Twitch stream. I got to watch this Jeff Jarrett match from six years He's ago. He's a Hall of Famer. Yeah, book, two companies. booked himself right into both of them. Yeah, ain't that Our crazy? dad booked him into, yeah. into two Hall of Fame. Today, today's a significant show, isn't it? Yeah, it's uh, episode 300. Whoa! Wow. How did we Bro. get there already? <laughs> Give me uh, a, a DJ Airhorn. It's a little slow responding yeah, a little today. Slow, <laughs> a little slow on the response yeah. time. We might need to uh, re- reboot. Recalibrate. So yeah, man, episode 300. We made it. We did it. Mm-hmm. I'm so proud. Guys. You know, it was a long, a long road mm-hmm. to Guys. get to this. Long point. road to hoe. Yeah, ho ho. Guys, it's like one o three. Cause it's oh, it's one o what? Like one o three. Huh? Ho. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it's not quite three hundred, but it is a special episode because it is the fourth annual Rhino Wrestling Review End of the Year Awards. Uh, also known as the Golden Horn Awards, also known as the Hornies. Ooh, 
horny's. Yeah. Yeah. Dun, 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 my brother graduated at college last weekend, so Mazel Tov to Jake. And they played the, I was like, why are they playing the Macho Man The Macho Man's going to go up on stage, huh? I'm going to drop the big elbow, yeah. Cream of the crop. Guys, I can't wait to hang out the, her hand out these fake awards tonight. Uh, how do you think somebody would react if they got a horny? Like in the mail? Like just a rhino horn? <laughs> yeah. They'd no. probably just be like... It's like, uh, you got a horny. Like, it's cool. It's great. <laughs> or what? We're, we're going to be handing out plenty of them tonight. Hardware, and baby. if we don't get significant response from the people that we give these awards to, um, then that's very rude of them. So here's what we did this time that was a little different. Okay. I sent out a survey to the Survey listeners. says? A survey says that we got a pretty decent response. We got over 300 responses. What? what? Were they all from Russians? To, to the, <laughs> yeah, they're all bots. <laughs> To the survey that we sent out to the listeners of the Rhino Wrestling Review. And here's how it's going to work, gentlemen. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Normally, we each pick a winner. So mm. there's there's a chance that we could have three different winners for one award. Yeah. But that's not going to happen that way this year. Whoa. I'm, I'm putting this on you right now. I held this back. Uh. I'm putting it on you right now. Here's how it's going to work. Mm. I don't like this. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we will each give our winner. Which is yeah. always wrong. We will give... What the listeners picked, which is probably wrong, and whatever the majority is, Mm. will be our winner. Okay. If there is no majority, we go with the listeners' pick as the winner of the gold. Why don't we just go with the popular vote, and then down the road we can probably impeach said winner. Well, we can't go with the popular vote. There is an electoral college set up based on where we got. Now you you mentioned Russia. There is a chance that Russia could have hacked this election. Yeah. (laughs) Like, it's weird that all the responses came from Russia. And they're all for Rusev? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Rusev Matska. Rusev's up for, for an award this year, mm. I believe. So uh, we are going to give you the breakdown of the award. We're going to give who we picked for the award, who the listeners picked, and whatever gets the majority is going to be our winner for this year's Horny. All right. How about that? Let's do it. So let's start with News Story of the Year. Mm. Will. So when you think about news yeah. stories of the years, what were some of the things that really caught your eye? You don't have to give us your winner right away, but what were some of the big things that came to your mind in 2019? Uh, so, first thing that pops into my mind would be, you know, the the debut of AEW, mm-hmm. um, the emergence of AEW as a company, and the rise of AEW, and right now, kind of the falter uh, of AEW, mm. um, because they've been what a company for. They've been a company for over a year, but they just started their promotion in October, mm-hmm. and for now they're already kind of on in, the edge right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we so actually got an email about that later on, and we'll talk about it. Your, your boy uh, Dave Meltzer, Jason, kind there of alluded to it, that there go. might be a little bit of a, uh, a momentum shift, so to speak, in the Wednesday Night Wars. But absolutely, the rise of AEW... When you said that, it made me think of the fall of another company we were talking about uh, off-air, Ring of Honor. I think that that's kind of, of kind of an under-the-radar uh, news story. It's not going to be my pick for the now, winner. Now, Dan, I don't know if you know who's champion right now. Yeah. Or not, who was champion I, before this champion. Not Okay, so the only reason I know that PCO won is because Jason made me watch 
the last five minutes of that pay-per-view where they electrocuted him. Uh, Destro, the bad guy from, like, Cobra Commander's right-hand man from yeah, G.I. Joe. Right. Destro electrocuted PCO and brought him... Through a Hearst. Through a, yeah. a Hearst battery. There's no T on the end of Hearst, Hearst. by the way. <laughs> Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Hearst. They electrocuted him and brought him back from the, the brink of death. Go on. And he defeated uh, a guy that looks like Juventud Guerrero. Roosh. Roosh. Rush? No. Roosh. A modern day warrior, mean, mean stride. Today's Tom Sawyer, mean, mean pride. <laughs> That's Rush. Yeah. They are not. Uh, they were not Ring of Honor champions. But they, they are they presenting. They are yeah. presenting this award tonight, so that's pretty. Cool. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, Rush is here, not yeah. Roosh. <laughs> And, we couldn't uh, afford Roosh. Jason, uh, Ray Myers coming Rush. to town. You got your tickets? Uh, not yet. Okay. You're going to get Apparently tickets. Apparently, they're not going very fast since I could get that, front row tickets today. Surprising. Mm. Because they've that got sounds a- like breaking news. Uh, Dan, this just is. Okay. No one wants to go see Ray <laughs> Sources, Back to you. Sources have told the Rhino Wrestling Review and, Will, and Scoops Lewis in particular. That nobody wants to attend that show because <laughs> Ring of Honor blows. Yeah, we went from Matt Taven to did Roosh win it from Matt Taven? Yes. I'll tell you what, man. I saw Matt Taven win that belt at Madison Square Garden in front of eighteen thousand people, and it was everybody went, oh, <laughs> and oh. it really sucked the the life out of the building for it was going into the the last match with uh, Okada and Jay White. Oh yeah, yeah, and a lot of people were kind of like still reeling from the fact that we <laughs> just saw Matt Taven win the Ring of Honor World Title when they should have put it on Marty Scurll. But I digress. Uh, Jason, what comes to mind when you think of news stories this year? Oh, I mean, obviously the big wrestling story is the Wednesday Night War. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know how to describe that, but I mean. CM Punk being back is a big deal to mm-hmm. most, mm-hmm. I think. Um, you wrote uh, Roman Reigns beating leukemia is obviously above wrestling too. Mm-hmm. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, it was kind of a crossover, yeah, story, mainstream story. Yeah, but uh, I mean, obviously, I think the Wednesday Night War obviously takes it. It's been what twenty years since we had a viable mm-hmm. second. I mean, you know. A real second company. Yeah. So some of the other things we had on our survey here: Dean Ambrose exiting the, the WWE, uh, apparently getting a big time offer for a contract and turning it down. Uh, the death of Ashley Massaro, and then that came along around the same times, around the same time of these allegations of sexual assault that apparently Ashley Massaro had brought up during her time with the company. The WWE debacle in Saudi Arabia with the planes being <laughs> held hostage, according to reports. Amazing. Uh, just all of the nonsense that went uh, together with that. But, Will, what is your pick for new story of the year? All right. Well, let me open up my uh, my envelope real quick. And, uh... Uh, these uh, envelopes, by the way, the results are kind of like the Oscars where they've been vetted by a third party. Sealed. They are sealed, uh, vetted by a third party. Who vetted these? Uh, it was uh, Dewey Cheatham and Howe. Oh, okay. How did you get this thing open? Is that like Park, Park, and Park? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what it is. My Hopefully. dad's a bad lawyer. He. Uh, yeah, he fits right in. Yeah, he uh, uh, asserted these uh, results. Uh, guys, my news story of the year mm-hmm. is going to be a surprising one. Uh, it's Roman Reigns beating leukemia. Interesting. Why did you go with Roman Reigns? 
Um, you know, I figured I had to give him something because he's not going to win any other awards tonight. Wow. But, uh, no. I guess clean bill of health doesn't matter. Yeah. yeah it doesn't matter. No. But, no, I, I honestly that's, think that was the best, like, the best feel-good story. Um, I mean, we could have gone with really any of these. But it made you not hate Roman Reigns. He had to get for a, cancer. For, like, a second. He had to get cancer <clears throat> and beat it. He did. To not hate him. And even even I, Roman Reigns, Roman Reigns, like, Probably least favorite cancer, fan. Yeah. Um, I guess you guys know that I'm not a fan of Roman Reigns. Don't you own a couple Roman Reigns t-shirts? I have a like Roman koozie. Reigns t-shirt. Yeah, like that a it was, bottle koozie? It was purchased yeah. for me. I have never worn it. That's rude. Yeah. Yeah, that is uh, rude. Like, <laughs> friend gave it to you. Harder money. But no, I think that's the biggest. Because it's it's a it's a good story. Like, it's a good story. He went away for a while. Um, you know, I made my jokes that the WWE was better off with him not there, blah, blah, blah. But for him to come back and, you know, be healthy and have a good, you know, good bill of health going forward, I mean, that's significant. So, mm -hmm. good for him. Jason, what'd you go with? Uh, I'm going the Wednesday Night War. Mm -hmm. Just, our, so, in, we talked about the rise of AEW. You're kind of, you kind of put it all together with, Rise of AEW, AEW goes on TNT, yes. WWE decides to move NXT live, and then we're going head-to-head, -head, just kind of everything Yeah, just the fact together. that they, they were worried as much, enough about this to promote, basically find a show to mm -hmm. put up against it. Sure. And they picked the best show for that particular and, crowd, for sure. And Wednesday night is wrestling night now. Yeah. Yeah. Wednesday, yeah. Wednesday night Definitely. is the... Like I said, I went, Tuesday and Wednesday are like my favorite nights of right. the week for wrestling. I agree. I, now, guys, Monday nights, Yeah. what if I were to tell you okay. that you could go watch three hours yep. of mediocre wrestling I'm in. and bad storylines. I'm in. Um, three, three hours and five minutes the last and couple get of weeks. All you can eat. Okay. Prime rib. It's all the perfectly roasted, endless prime rib you could ever want. Pretty Jason's good. never going to live that now. Pretty good stuff. <laughs> They're giving you prime rib every week, and you guys are crapping all over it. And it's like, okay. Uh, we saw lots of prime Bobby rib. Bobby Roode against Drew McIntyre for no reason is Again. not prime rib. <laughs> Again. That's you're just saying because it's your TNA, like, wet dream. <laughs> Throw Eric Young in there, and then you'll, be, triple you'll, threat. you'll be set. Uh, I'm going also going with the Wednesday Night War. I think that it has made me look forward to wrestling again it is uh on mondays i i really used to look forward to to watching wrestling because you didn't know what was going to happen it, it i've lost that over the la over the years i thought that maybe smackdown going to fox would force the wwe to be better i thought they would force them to be different and new and topical and sasha banks is on the screen right now so you can go ahead and hit it it's boss time. Thank you. Yeah, I thought the move to, to Fox would force them to to step up their game because Fox would not allow them to be lackluster. But it hasn't mattered, guys. It awful. hasn't changed anything. So bad. It's not. It's not watchable. It's not good. Mm. But Wednesdays are. Both shows are. I haven't, I haven't had, I haven't seen a bad. Now there, some have been better than others, but there's, I have not seen a bad NXT or a bad AEW show yeah, on for the whole night. like two hours. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and yeah. then it's, it's easy wrestling to watch. You're not choking down three hours of horseshit. Mm -hmm. Sorry, 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 sorry. Prime rib. Three. 
it's all the perfectly roasted endless prime rib you could ever want. And Just then you're not watching. There's some fatty pieces in prime rib. Yeah, the whole thing is fatty. It's all, all fat. It's and not you, good. Prime rib's not good. It's expensive and it's not good. And then even like face. the two hours of SmackDown is hard to watch. Yeah. I mean, but now what if I were to tell you? That you could watch Listen. two hours of mediocre wrestling. Okay, I do. Um, I love mediocre wrestling with bad storylines. Dude, sign me up. That's and two. then you get to see someone who recently just beat leukemia get fed dog food at the end, love which it. probably is giving him cancer again because it's terrible. Well, it is that. Food. It is that old Roy stuff from <laughs> from uh, uh, oh, whoa, 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 whoa. Sam slash Walmart. And Sorry. then since it's replayed mm -hmm. on a significant network. Multiple times, you could be out at a bar and have people watch wrestling who've never seen wrestling before. And then you have to explain all of the embarrassing stuff to them. I yeah. just, I just claim I don't watch wrestling. I, I don't know what this is. <laughs> They're like, They're like sir, your shirt says ProWrestling.com on it. Like, right? I don't know, I don't know what that is. I got it at Goodwill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so we, Jason and I, went with the Wednesday Night War. Will surprisingly, in an upset, went with Roman Reigns beating leukemia. The listeners. 51% went with the CM Punk signing with Fox to come to the WWE studio show. Guys, we're split down the middle here. Uh, no, we're not. We're no. split no. down the middle. Uh, no, one? we have a uh, we have a majority. Mm, I don't know about that. And it's the Wednesday Night War oh. is the so news story of the, the year. To? I'll, I'll just keep it, I, oh, I guess. Okay. No, we got to send it to uh, we send one to, to, to send Tony Khan and then yeah. uh, Triple H. If he, he, Tony Khan gets a package from random package from St. Louis and has his <laughs> minions check it like, out, who? <laughs> <laughs> he just has his minions check it out, see if it's like laced with anything. Yeah, yeah. Like, sir, it's literally just a bronze rhino horn. Mm -hmm. Real <laughs> rhino horn, though. Yeah. Like we went to went that's over pretty to, good. Went though. over to Africa and. I miss that. <laughs> <laughs> Why is my phone talking to me? I don't know. Uh, head scratcher of the year is the next award up. We had a lot to pick from. Here. Yeah, there was a lot going on here. Uh, one that I got to, my wife, my lovely wife, and I got to experience live. Uh, it's not going to be my pick for winner, but Enzo and Cass appearing at the New Japan uh, Ring of Honor Super Show at Madison Square Garden. Yeah. When this happened, <laughs> I. Honestly, did not know what the hell was going on. Yeah, I thought that the Briscoes were fighting with some fans, and then and you, then I saw and then I saw Enzo, and I thought that Enzo was just there on his own, stirring like shit drunk up. Drunk in the front yes, row. Exactly. That's yeah. exactly what I thought. That he yeah. bought a ticket because he's he's done that before. I don't know. I heard front row tickets for Ring of Honor are hard to get. Eh, we'll have an intern look so, that up, uh, but I don't, I don't know. I, I think we kind of dispelled that rumor about five minutes ago. <laughs> yeah. I that was the weirdest thing to me, and then I, and I saw Big Cass, and I knew that it that had to be had to be a work. But when it, when it was happening, it was very surreal, and it, it, I just could not wrap my mind around it. Didn't like the guys from the back come out, like because they thought it was a not a work. Yeah, there was a like lot of real Ray pushing and, and shoving yeah. going around. I, I remember uh, the Gorillas of Destiny. Kind of just looked at everything. <laughs> They're like, and, "Fuck and this!" Yeah, They're, we're out. They just yeah. walked to the back. We're going back to. They work. said, "No, no," and nobody uh, wised us up to this. We're not. <laughs> we're not a part of this. And apparently, that was one of the main things that kind of soured the relationship between New Japan and Ring of Honor. And the relationship between New Japan and Ring of Honor going downhill has kind of 
coincided with the downhill of Ring of Honor as a company in the whole. So that's just one of the things that, that comes to my mind. Uh, Jason, what uh, stands out? You can give us your winner, or you can just give us a, a couple of things that you were maybe having a hard time deciding between. No, um, honestly, I'm going to go with the WWE draft. I mean, that's something that they made, they made such a, a monumental deal. And then they released the list early <laughs> on accident. And then they continue to go in the same order okay, of that yeah. list. Now, I will, on their And then there's behalf, a guy in the war room with a peacock on the screen. and <laughs> On their, on, in their defense, wasn't it nice kind of having the list in no. advance? So you kind of Why'd I were have to prepared. Watch? Why do I, you ever have to watch? <laughs> I mean, I'd rather, like. You see Cletus the robot. Like, you don't watch, yeah, you don't watch the Cletus. NFL draft for, like, the suspense. You would rather have it, like, emailed to you or yes. something and just yeah. be yeah. like. Be like, hey, these are the first ten round, or these are the first ten picks. Then we don't have to watch it. Yeah, guess we what? Did, like we did with the XFL. Because what? we actually we actually watched this one, even though they gave yeah. us the XFL list. draft was just done like on uh, <laughs> like Microsoft like, like Word, Google, Google, Google Chat <laughs> yeah. with like uh, a Word document. Yeah, but Cletus was there. Cletus was there. Cletus was there. Cletus was there. He was really excited with that. We're like, we got her. We got Dana Brooke. They, we got her. They made a lot of significant moves. All the pieces were there for this to be a lot of fun. And it's and they wanted it to be fun. And it just was terrible. It was dumb. Terrible. And I don't know, you know. It was like the harder they tried, the worse it got. Mm -hmm. And that's happened a few times in the past year with WWE. It's like the harder they try, the worse it gets. Mm -hmm. There's no just, middle ground with them. They either try no. too hard or they don't try at all. No. And then my, my runner-up is, I, to me, Bret Hart getting attacked was is insane. Weird. Like, how does that happen? <laughs> Especially to Bret Hart. Like... Like, was it Goldberg again? Yeah. Like, oh, my God, Goldberg! Yeah. Yeah. Goldberg, you piece of shit. Yeah. You, you killed Bret Hart. That's Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. That's yeah. so. Dolph Ziggler in the crowd. He's like, you piece of shit, yeah. Goldberg. <laughs> Ziggler still concussed. Yeah. I think Bret Hart might still be. Because that's why he's wearing a SmackDown hat all the time now, I think. Mm -hmm. Oh, keep you his really? Brain yeah. But, no, yeah, I, I thought Bret Hart getting attacked was crazy. You don't see, I mean, obviously, anything like that. So I was yeah. at, I was in Madison Square Garden at the time, and I think you messaged me. Yeah, and said, "Dude, what's this, going this on? Happened. Yeah, what's going on?" I said, "I don't know." <laughs> I, like, I go, "Enzone Cast just showed up." Yeah, yeah. Is that what you're talking about? He goes, "No, some weirdo attacked Bret Hart at the Hall of Fame." Yeah, I thought he, I thought he, you know, sent him to the hospital or something. Apparently, it wasn't that bad. No. But didn't they? The stage was different this year, though. They did. They, they, they were like, in the ring. Yeah. I think, yeah. Instead of on the stage. So the they app. won't be doing that next year. No, no apparently not. <laughs> there will be. You will be able to see anybody coming from a mile away, yeah. and they're going to have to run through about 150 wrestlers. To yeah. Get, good luck. To, yeah. Because they love the getting free, a free real shots yeah. in. And they're going to put Goldberg right up front. <laughs> That's what so uh, he's gonna spear next. That's what, that's what Dash did. Dash got some good oh, shots yeah, oh, yeah. on him. Yeah, credit to, credit yeah. to Dash. He was getting some good uppercuts. And even after the guy was wrangled, he he made that's sure when it's to, fun. Yeah, to yeah. reach in and get. You remember some, on the old clean shots. the old nitros and people would always it was always nitro like that never happened in WWF. And then all these because people Doug Dillinger on security yeah. was lacking. Jump the fence and uh, fucking Scott Hall would just lay into these mm -hmm. people like you know. I remember the Macho Man would throw like. You feel like work, working punches. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Uh, Will, what comes to mind for your head scratcher? Now, was that one? Was that uh, your, my pick? Is the draft? Your, dra your I draft? I just think that was such a disappointment. Gotcha. And, uh, Will, you can give us your pick, or you can uh, give us a little bit of. Uh, 
uh, your thought process here. So I'm going to go with my runner-up first. Okay. Um, and I'm going to talk about like The Fiend versus Seth Rollins in the no contest Hell in a Cell match. Um, I didn't know a Hell in a Cell match could end in a no Neither contest. did I. Neither. So like Hell in a Cell match is supposed to be uh, like the end-all, be-all for yeah. most feuds. Like It's a big-time match. Like, it, But you, you stop the match because Seth Rollins hits The Fiend with a sledgehammer yeah. when he's covered by chairs like that's not so that's not significant significant to me we well, once saw randy orton take a screwdriver burn a guy's house and down. shove it through i mean yes he did he definitely did do that randy oh, orton oh. burns down a man's house <laughs> and gets rewarded for it thank you let it go no that's like three years ago Man. yeah he always has to like like chime in it with comes that. out of nowhere out of nowhere <laughs> Just like the RKO. Yeah. Uh, but no, so... That's why you're the best. Uh, but Randy Orton took a screwdriver and shoved it through a man's ear mm-hmm. and twisted it. Yeah. And twisted it. And and twisted we haven't it. seen Jeff Hardy since. No. And that, he's drove, got, that drove Jeff Hardy back to pills and alcohol. I was just going to say that. <laughs> uh, but that didn't end in a, in a no contest. No. Um, like, do you think back in the day... Um, the Undertaker versus Mankind when Undertaker throws Mankind off the top of the cell. That didn't end the match. No. Mankind came back, finished the match, and then did a run-in later that yeah. night. Yeah. <laughs> and he had a tooth in his nose. And he, and he took yeah. another big bump through the top of the cage. And that match still continued. That was an accident. That wasn't, yeah, yeah, that wasn't supposed to happen. But He's probably like, fuck! Yeah, he's like, oh, this is awful. He's feeling it now. But, yeah. but then you also saw the decimation of, of Seth Rollins' finisher. Um, so the that was the first night that the curb stomp died. What if I told you that we got the rematch and it could not be stopped for any reason? For, for any, any reason. reason. Yeah, air we're doing air quotes right for here. Any reason. <laughs> that was good uh, synchronicity there, yeah. by the way. You guys killed it. Um, but I, I thought that and that everybody shit on that match. Oh, yeah, that like that, that they shit on that match so hard. That might come up a I little know. later terrible. in the in the hornies here. But uh, I digress. Get, get, get rid that, of the red light. <laughs> my pick uh, is also the WWE draft. Wow. Uh-huh. Wow. Because, What's going on on this yeah. side of the like, table? I don't like this side of the table. <laughs> because I thought it was a debacle. Like I thought it was such a waste of of TV time and oh, it made know. no sense whatsoever. Um, you really made no significant moves from one brand to the next. The the all the belts stayed on pretty much the exact same sides. There was really no significant change. And then after the WWE draft, when Brock Lesnar is champion again, he just quits. It goes to Raw. So it immediately not here in the no Federation, certainly not on Monday Night Raw. Nope. So he immediately quits and and just takes away any like importance of the wwe draft i don't like the way that they did it i don't like when they came out and they just announced like five draft picks at a time mm-hmm. like remember back oh, like a while ago like they would actually have the gms from each one come out mm-hmm. and like it would come up on the screen it would be like a randomizer mm-hmm. and they would show their pick mm-hmm. and then the next pick would be made like i like that i thought it was overproduced um i thought it was cheesy um but we got that guy Looking at his screen. I mean, that's fine. There was one guy that was dressed up like the Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just I, I liked when like one of the other people made a pick and they like show the other war room and it's like ah damn it fucking they got Dana Brooke yeah damn it bitch uh, Cletus is beside but they also have Mandy Rose they, they just throw down the yeah, dry yeah, erase yeah. board they also have Mandy Rose so you really don't know which one is which that's not true but yeah so. it's pretty easy I'm to confused. Tell. Yeah. <laughs> 
but I just thought it was overproduced, and I thought it was Batista. I thought it was bad, and it's one of those moments like we talk about in wrestling where, like, if someone else watches wrestling with you at that moment, they're gonna be like, "This is kind of dumb." Yeah, and we don't want to have to explain to them how embarrassing it is for us to watch it. It was it was not great. So you guys are both going with the WWE draft. Uh, Some of the other head scratchers of the year, the Lana. Lashley Rusev cuckold storyline. Awful. The only redeeming quality of that is that Rusev seems like he's 100% in on this and the crowd seems to be still responding to him despite the fact that Lashley's kind of just like the uh, cigar store Indian just standing in the corner (laughs) doing nothing. (laughs) And Lana's terrible on the microphone. Uh, ACH's (laughs) exit from WWE. Wow. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Accusations of Everything. WWE just being a super racist company. We had the the T-shirt. Damn. Yeah, thank you, Ron. Uh, we had the T-shirt debacle with with uh, Jordan Miles slash ACH, and then when he finally quits, we could kind of tie that in the fact that ACH apparently had signed with MLW and then said, "No, I'm quitting wrestling." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I'm coming very, back for very nothing. Strange. Yeah. Uh, the Mike and Maria Canellas storyline was very odd. Jason, I'm surprised you didn't go with Allie getting murdered by <laughs> Sue Young on Impact. That wasn't a head scratcher. Uh, oh, it made sense, did yeah. it? It made sense that if, somebody if was know, murdered. If you know she's leaving, you got to kill the character. You, you have to literally kill her. I don't think that's a thing. That's never you been know. a thing. It's theirs now. It's you 2019. You know, Dean Ambrose things. left WWE yeah. and they didn't kill him. They blocked his name out of the Shield uh, they reunion did. They did the other day. On the, you know, they do that top five mm-hmm. thing. They, they cut Dean Amazing. Ambrose out of it. I was like, ah, oh, why they do they're that? They're being. Petty. Yeah, I don't know. Petty. I don't know Tom why they would cut his name Petty. out because, like, Dean Ambrose is yeah, still Dean Ambrose not wrestling. Yeah, he's tired. Yeah, he's Nobody done. Like said horse shit. Yeah, <laughs> he doesn't wrestle anymore. That hokey, hokey shit. My winner is going to be, and it's not going to be the winner because it sounds like we're going to have a majority here. Duh. Uh, my winner here is going to be. Well, we might. It might be because Brock Lesnar defeating Kofi Kingston in eight seconds oh, on yeah. SmackDown. Yeah, that was terrible. Uh, Hot take. My. Here's my thing. I was there when Kofi won that belt at WrestleMania. It was one of the biggest pops I'd ever heard in general. And it was maybe the biggest pop I'd ever heard live Mm -hmm. um, until Kevin Owens came out at NXT TakeOver War (laughs) Games a few months later. But the fact that it was such a big deal, and especially it's such a big deal with him being the first African-born champion and taking the belt uh, back to Ghana I think that's where he, he took it back to and it being such a big deal for people of color in in wrestling and fans of, of wrestling particularly people of color the fact that they made such a big deal out of it and then we were going to get this match we're going to get Brock Lesnar for the first time in like over a decade on Smackdown on the premiere on Fox I thought there was a chance. I, I thought there was a good chance that Brock was going to win. I didn't think they'd bury Kofi in eight seconds. And then never mention. And never even that he mentioned, was the world champion no, ever again. No. Oh my goodness! The next week he's sitting there throwing pancakes like nothing happened. Yeah, like no, I'm happy to be. I had a good run. I'm happy. Yeah, you know, it's I'm, I'm happy to be back in the, with my boys in the tag team. And you know, no, didn't even mention nothing. Mm-mm. You know, no rematch. Nope. No nothing. Nope. No, and when they talk about contenders for the title, he's never mentioned. He's never mentioned as you know somebody going up against the fiend or anything like that. 
it 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 killed me. It it I did not understand it a bit. The only the only way I could have maybe understood it is if they did not manage their time well and they had to just knock it out in eight seconds. They had plenty of time. That's my head scratcher of the year. The fans went with fifty-five percent. Rock beats Kofi in eight hey. seconds. Oh, oh no! Uh oh! So, two and uh, two. So we've got two and two. But like I said, the tiebreaker goes to the fans. Goes to the fans. So I guess Brock gets the horny. Boo. What if I told you these fans are pickles? Mm, I like that. Pickles. They like pickles. <laughs> They're also <laughs> not our fans. Our fans are the best. So our buddy Dougie Wrestling from the STF Underground podcast, available on ProWrestling.com and wherever your podcasts are available, did not know, did not understood stand what he was saying there when he said oh. the worst. He's like, "Who's that? Who? Which one of you guys is doing the sing songy voice?" <laughs> I said, "Well, it's not one of us. Thank you for the compliment." <laughs> yeah. But it's not one of us. That is uh, John Ralphio from <laughs> Parks and Rec <laughs> saying the worst. And uh, I guess that is the head scratcher of the year by the virtue of the tiebreaker from right, fans. Fifty-five percent. The people have spoken. Rock beats Kofi mm. in eight seconds is their head scratcher mm. of the year. No, don't like that. Well, you don't like it when people don't agree with you. Really. <laughs> That's, true. <laughs> That's true. He doesn't do constructive criticism. Yeah. Moving on to an award that you probably don't want to get. Let's talk about overrated wrestlers of the year. Hmm. Hmm. Her. Will, give me three overrated wrestlers and then give me your, give me like your two runners up and your winner for overrated wrestler. Oh of the my year. God. Uh, that's, a lot of, uh, that's a lot of content you want out of us. Yeah, I got So I'm giving you, I'm giving you two, two, two of my runner ups or three of my runner ups. Did I, hmm? Two runners up. Two runner ups. Yeah. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, God, that's a lot of pressure. Okay. All right, I'm going to go with my first runner-up. Take your time. You can go with somebody off the list, by well, the way. There's a, there's a list literally right there. Yeah, you but you don't my, have to pick My first runner-up is going to be Bailey. The significantly shorter-haired uh, heel Bailey now. Now, what's uh, overrated about Bailey? Um, for one, I don't like that she's a heel now. Okay. I, don't, I don't think that's great. She also had a very... Mm. Lackluster year. She was put in a prominent spot, but didn't do a lot with it. Yeah, she, she was women's champion. Uh-huh. Like when she she was women's champion. She was women's a, tag team champion yes. also. And then there was that whole fallout from when they lost the belts at uh, WrestleMania, mm-hmm. where they both disappeared from TV for a significant amount of time because they were upset. Particularly Sasha. But yes, Bailey. But Bailey also disappeared well. for a little while. Um, so I just think she had a very lackluster year, and then she came out and she killed the Bailey buddies. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, did she take an axe to she, it or something? So she's been putting. I don't a, know a, what that was. <laughs> like a harpoon. <laughs> she's been put in a big spot and not really. It's not really working. So I, I could see that as as overrated. Who else? Um, I'm gonna go with one. Actually, I'm gonna save that for uh, for my for my. Mm, I don't like that. I was like, save what? Uh, I'm going to save one that's off the list for my number one overrated okay. wrestler of the year, and it's not going to be great. Uh, Britt Baker is a is a runner-up I heard she well. was a dentist. She is a dentist, and apparently like she... a real dentist, though? Yeah, like, kind of, I guess. 
Oh, really? A real dentist? Uh-huh. Oh, okay. Well, it's that impressive, is. Isn't now, it? that is something I'm interested that in. Is, that is impressive. I, she I'm, was also on NXT TV. Or her. She had to put herself through medical school by wrestling. Uh, but yeah, Britt Baker is was billed as being probably one of the, as the probably the top star or top female wrestling star in AEW. Um, she was the AEW's female version of Roman Reigns, pretty much. <laughs> and but since she's been in AEW, she's gonna really take it. You're gonna like it. <laughs> she's really had like no significant, no significant matches, no really good matches, um, and. She hasn't been. In, she hasn't won the title. So I think she fought for it once and she lost. Uh, which apparently she's still the number two ranked. Every time she gets close, every time she gets in like a title eliminator, she loses. She lost to uh, Chris Statlander this yeah. past week, and she's an alien, you know. I yeah, know I heard she's an alien. I heard. But um, she j- Doug love her. Like Chris she also Statlander. Doug loves all female, female wrestling. wrestling. wrestlers. But she also, she's just had a very, like, kind of, uh, year. Like, it wasn't really great. It wasn't anything. It was just, she was there. She, she's billed as a big deal, but hasn't shown herself to be a big deal. But my most overrated wrestler of the year, and mm. it pains me to say this. Oh, Seth Rollins. Oh, my God, it hurts so much. It's Kenny Omega. Good pick. I love it. Good. Ah. Kenny Omega wasn't on the list. Kenny Omega is not on the list. But I don't think it's his fault. Now, uh, before you continue, I believe that the most recent episode of STF Underground is talks about uh, what's wrong with Kenny Omega. Hey, look at that. So look at that little synergy. Synergy. We got going. We're making, well, as a family, you know, we're just bringing all of wrestling. Yeah, we're making a sensual... Uh, Making a sensual connection to our... <laughs> Making love over the radio waves. <laughs> to our brethren podcast. Yeah. Uh, but Kenny Omega, to me, his year... Um, like, we all kind of had really high hopes because he's you know, he's going to be one of the he, forefront of... He's going to be the guy. New company. He's going to be the, the guy in this company. He got out of New Japan Pro Wrestling. He's going to be on American TV consistently. Um, like, we're super excited for him. He's billed in... Uh, AEW's like big pay-per-views before the actual um, before the actual show starts. He was billed against who? Um, well, at all at all in, he fought Pentagon, right? Yeah, right. that was great. Which was great. Mm-hmm. Um, but then he was billed against no, that was Hangman Page. Never mind. Um, <laughs> yeah. I was like he was billed against Neville, at but then all, all uh, at uh, double or nothing, he fought Pac. Pac. Right, right, and lost lost to Pac or Pac or uh-huh. Puck or whatever the fuck. But then he was. also lost to Chris Jericho. At one of the pay-per-views. Oh, no, that was Hangman Page. <laughs> Man. So, uh, shit, maybe Hangman Page is my... I forgot oh, about right. that. No, so, but he's, he's on my list. So he's been losing. Um, he's been losing a lot. Um, now we're starting to see... <clears throat> Kenny Omega is a, a match machine. Like, he's not very good at promos. Although he is get, I think he's getting a little bit better. It, it's, it is what it is. But he's a match machine. And he panders to the crowd a lot. Which kind of gets annoying every once in a while, but since he's come to AEW, I think he's lost so much steam, and he hasn't had a really good chance to showcase his true talent. Um, Video games? Yes, uh, <laughs> but he also hasn't had a chance to, to showcase his true talent, and he's again getting put in a lot of these joke matches with the mm-hmm. Young Bucks and stuff like that. Um, uh oh, where? So, <laughs> I think you took a guy who could be who could have been the top star which he'll be the top star eventually mm-hmm. um, but you've already diminished his like 
his brightest. His aura. His aura. I think right now Kenny Omega is I think Jason said this a while ago, is Kenny Omega yeah. AEW did it. All kinds of AEW made Kenny week. Omega just another wrestler. Yeah. Wow. Uh, so Kenny Omega, your most overrated wrestler of the year, Jason. Now he won't be for he won't be going forward. Yeah, I know. Not. Yeah, I don't yeah. think so. I mean, There's he no did way. Almost kill himself with uh, fucking John Moxley. Yeah, <laughs> like, Jesus Christ. Well, that was great. Now I feel like I overwhelmed Will by saying it's a long response. He, <laughs> I feel like I gave him too much right now. So Jason, I'm gonna make it Sadie Hawkins, ladies' choice here. Sadie Hawkins dance you, in my khaki pants. <laughs> is that a song? <laughs> yeah, it is. Song? Only okay. songs for like a sad people. Oh yeah, I don't listen. So, to, I don't <laughs> listen to shitty music. <laughs> I was raised on like Motown, and, yeah, you know, yeah. like upbeat fun shit. Uh. Baby, everything is all right, uptight, out of sight. And you guys are listening to, oh, I'm so sad, <laughs> I'm so very very sad. Love it. Stop it. So right. you do whatever you want. If you just want to give us your pick, that's fine. If you want to yeah. give us like your thought process as you make uh, your pick, go for it. Uh, one I'm gonna say on overrated is your girl. And it's boss time. I don't think she brought oh, anything it's to the Cheeto fingers here. So, sorry, while <laughs> I took the board, while you were talking, I was going to try to interact with you via the uh, the soundboard, and then I forgot that I had the soundboard. And then you missed the boss time cue. I missed boss time, even yeah. though he set it up on a T for me. I swung and missed, but I hit it. It's not easy. I swung and missed, but I hit it second time. What I do over here is not a very easy... Especially when your fingers okay. are just covered in You're just covered in Cheeto, Cheeto dust yeah. everywhere. Yeah. Every every time we and record. it's the puffs too. Yeah. It's the Cheeto puffs. Well, we don't know where I get the Cheetos from no. either. We don't <laughs> even have Cheetos in this just house. Under the table, just rustling oh. under the table. Oh. <laughs> um, but I'm going with Sasha Banks. She came back, had one small feud that mattered. Seemed with, like it was going to be a big deal. Yeah, with Becky Lynch, and everyone was excited. We all were excited. I was like, cool, something new for Becky. Keeps her fresh. Yeah. Good Keeps hell in Sasha back. Yeah. But. And then she's back to just being Bailey's lackey. Yeah. For I, no reason. I thought Sasha was going to be, okay, be- Becky has got somebody now. Becky's yeah, got let's it. roll. Like, yeah. 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 Uh, Flair's got her steamboat. Yeah. You, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But no. Choo-choo. <laughs> that's a train. <laughs> so that's just me personally. I just think, you know, there's, I get why everyone loves Becky, or uh, why everyone loves Sasha, mm-hmm. but I just, it's... That's I haven't why. seen. I just haven't seen it yet. I was, again, I was gonna say. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Yeah, <laughs> pretty lady. Uh, oh, uh, no, no. <laughs> Jason just stopped mid sentence to no. point at the screen. That's not true. You did. That's you <laughs> literally just did. Stopped mid sentence to point at the screen so I could see Dolph Ziggler out there. <laughs> He's shaking his gyrating. Ass for, yeah. For all you Patreon oh, yeah. supporters out yeah. there who get to watch us. Yeah. So. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Um, but I think. My overrated wrestler of the year is going to be Hangman Page. Because mm-hmm. I think we expected him to go to the next level, and I think he's dropped off also. Yeah. Now, don't say now, all the Kenny Omega matches. And I mean, they, yeah, you, you already set this one up for me, <laughs> which is great. Yeah. Um, something on the uh, Observer Radio. All those discussed. matches he had against Okada yeah, or Horseshoe. Yeah. Like, that was Kenny Omega. And, you nice. know, even, Damn even, it. Even in the feud with Jericho, you never felt like. Page had a chance. Nope. To mm-hmm. me. Nope. Never, like, felt, they, they, never felt like you know, he was like, a big enough deal. He went deal. 20 minutes with, uh, God, who was that? Who was that fucker on AEW? It's like, what the fuck? Nobody. The librarian. Yeah. Uh, was that it? The librarian. <laughs> no, that would have worked. <laughs> 
But it was one of the guys who's like a good wrestler but has no character, so half of AEW. Like, uh, <laughs> that's can you hit the hot take hot button take. for me? Hot. Oh. Hot take. Yeah. Hot take. We're on one today. Oh. You know, fingers. But, you know, he went like 20 minutes with this guy who's yeah. uh, a nobody. I, I, I wait, know when he wrestled Pac? No, 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 no. no, no, no. you're talking about. Um, I'm sorry. I, I'm terrible. But, yeah, he went like, like 20 minutes with Barnum this guy. Or some shit yeah, like that. It's like, okay. <laughs> Okada? Like, why? No. no, it was just on. But why is he? He should be running through those guys. Oh, yeah. Like, why is he even, you know... I think JR even said something like that on commentary. He's like, she's having a, kind of a hard time with yeah. the, with this guy. He's supposed to be a title contender. Yeah. Her. It's like her. Special prize. So. And then, like, the last couple of weeks, he just comes out, and they have, like, a funny slogan under his name, like, drinks whiskey at home by himself. Like, okay. I mean, like, so he's Will that. Lewis. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, no big it. deal. I like, do cowboy shit. Well, it looks like they're kind of... Like he's been tagging with Kenny Omega the last couple weeks, and yeah. there's been some dissension there. And Hangman said he's kind of breaking off from the elite and kind the of the elite's not okay, guys. Doing his no. own thing, so maybe they're turning him heel, and maybe that's what maybe that'll help. But that's a lot of heels. There's they, a they when you when you position a guy in the title match for your first title ever. I see why Jericho's there. Hangman, you're putting a lot of stock in him, and he has not been to the level no. of who you who plus that, he should be. Plus that horse that he rode out on died, which is probably his fault. It died? I mean, yeah, it's dead. Aww. It's dead already. I didn't know it died. It's terrible. Probably it's really, it's really not his fault, by the way. Um, <laughs> I would hope but, not. Uh, but but no, he, you make a good point, because why wouldn't you just throw Kenny Omega into that title picture? Because like, Anyone. Like anybody could have been in that title picture besides Hangman Page, and I know what they wanted to do. Yeah, they wanted to take a young person, mm-hmm. especially and... since Omega and Jericho have a history. Exactly. Yeah, because and... that makes that made the most sense mm-hmm. to me. But they took a young guy because they want to try to make him into a star, and he's got a lot. Yeah, of he's got stuff. it all. He's handsome. He is. <laughs> he is. God, he's handsome. He's, yeah. You know, he's thick. He can wrestle. He is a thick boy. He's, he's got thick. Boy. He's got thick thighs, man. Yeah. Mm. Is that what your eyes are drawn to? <laughs> it's like, well, my eyes were drawn to something else, and I ended up seeing the thighs as a byproduct. But, uh, uh, but that is my pick for overrated wrestler. Uh, welcome to the Rhino Wrestling Review, where we talk about the thickness of wrestlers' thighs. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, tucky tucky. Uh, <laughs> first one we got on our list here as a possibility is Matt Taven. Your boy. Uh, I was there. Yeah, when, boy. I was there when he. Uh, is he hurt or something? Uh, no, he just sucks. I haven't seen him. He now, just sucks. you've gone on record before, uh-huh. and, and you yeah. viewers can go back and, and watch anything on the Rhino Wrestling well, Review archives. You can't view and you can't and watch anything. You can see Dan's opinion that he thinks Matt Taven is probably one of the greatest Ring of Honor champions of all time. No, that's not what I said. I said he is one of the Ring of Honor champions of all time. The greatest. That's no. No, there's a big difference there. Uh, that adjective you're using there is mm. makes a big difference. You're, you're using big words, man. I know you're a librarian, <laughs> but... Like, like Peter Avalon, <laughs> I can wrestle. Hey! You're also allowed to be around children. Oh, yeah, because I, I don't have a porn stash. <laughs> uh, Matt Taven, a guy, the guy who killed Ring of Honor. Can we agree? Jesus. That, that, I don't think it was all his fault. I think it so is. So is he the Hulk Hogan of Ring of Honor? Well, oh, he's, he's super racist? <laughs> oh. did, he, what, did that come out backstage? Is that breaking news? <laughs> hey! <laughs> breaking news that apparently Matt Taven was banging his best friend's wife 
on camera and said a bunch of racist stuff. Oh, that's not what I said. That's not at all. good. Allegedly, you said he was like allegedly. Hulk Hogan. You guys are putting words. In and me. that's what Hulk Hogan. We have did. to say allegedly. Allegedly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. Okay. Mm-hmm. Don't want it coming back to haunt us. Yeah. Uh, you know, Seth Rollins. I thought one of you was going to say. No, I love Seth Rollins. Uh, we know. Yeah. But we can agree that the title run of Seth Rollins has it's always been lackluster. super underwhelming. Yeah, no doubt. From winning it at WrestleMania. Which is what everyone wanted. We got what we wanted. We, we got what we wanted. We got what we wanted. We're here. <laughs> we're here to give you what you want. Not here in the World Wrestling Federation and certainly not on Monday Night Raw. Is that what you meant to hit? Yeah. Hot take. That wasn't That's it. not what I want. That wasn't what hey, I guys, want. Jesus. Get a little finger Get a little fingery. Fingery, finger banging the board oh, over here. Jesus. Uh, it's, it's just been, it's not been great. And then they put it back on Brock. And then Seth got another chance to get the big win over Brock. And it still wasn't great. But that was what we wanted. Wasn't if you it? go back into the Rhino Rest Review archives, remember last year. We wanted it at Mania. Mm-hmm. And we got it. Is that what you want? Give it, give it to me. Give me what I want. That was at Mania, too. Yeah. <laughs> Batista's last I match. I forgot about that. Also, uh, Batista's Dick's last match. No, that's with Dana Brooke. Oh. Hey. Yeah, the Seth Rollins thing has sucked. Uh, Shayna Baszler is on our list, too. Long run as NXT Women's Champion that just came to an end this past Wednesday with the loss to Rhea Ripley. But Baszler has been, I think, a credible heel, but she's just she's just kind of okay. That being like that longest reigning NXT Women's Champion, I think she's just kind of okay. Uh, Brock Lesnar is always, I think, going to be an, an overrated just because he wrestles like twice a year and is usually the champ. And is, is he the champ right now? Who's the champ right Brock now? Brock Lesnar? Yeah, he's just taking Christmas off. Is he really the, the champion? Because yes. I don't know who the champion is. He is still yeah, the champion. That's why they fight for the, uh, the United States championship. Yeah. Oh, my God. When's yeah. the last time you've seen Brock Lesnar do anything? Well, that's like Nakamura's been the Intercontinental Champion for like nine months. Yeah. And like he's probably fought nine times. Yeah. Well, like he's, he's on now in a tag he, match. He fights all the time. He's got a new belt. He's literally yeah. fighting like every single every single Friday night. But for the title in a meaningful feud? No. I mean, has he ever had a meaningful feud? <laughs> he's had a couple dream matches. Yeah. <laughs> he fought Styles like eight By times. By that, mean, you mean matches that put you to sleep. Exactly. Each, each time it got better, though. Uh, mine's going to be Britt Baker. Just because of... Uh, you guys are dogging out the dentist. Yeah, I don't... I First of all, I don't, I don't like going so why, to the dentist. So a no, question. Nobody here. does. Outside looking in. Why did we have such high expectations for Britt? Because they told us to. That's true. <laughs> That's the only reason. Because they told us to. They told us we were supposed to. And also, too, remember back in the first... It wasn't AEW's thing. It was, it was always all in. A, was it all in? Yeah. Where they had that, the like, three-way match? Yeah, it was like four corners match or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that was really good. Mm-hmm. And she had a really good showcase. Mm-hmm. That was the first um, time I'd seen her. Yeah. So I think we had high expectations going for her. Yeah, that was before there was an AEW. And then when she, she signed, I said, oh, that's that girl from uh, mm-hmm. you know, that Fatal 4-Way match. Yeah. Mm. But, uh, yeah, Tessa was in that match, too, wasn't she? Tessa no. Blanchard was. I believe she was. Have an was intern look it up. Uh, intern, uh, random intern, can you look up what the yes. ma- <laughs> what the match at All In was? That's the first the time one of our match. interns have spoken. Yeah, That's I don't weird. like it. <laughs> I don't like that at all. So the verdict is that Tessa was in that match. We forgot. 
So hmm. it was uh, Interesting. Madison Rain, Chelsea Green, Tessa Blanchard, and Britt Baker. That's right. Great match. It was. And who won that match? That's uh, Chelsea won that match? Uh, I don't think Tessa won. Yeah. Blanchard performed the hammerlock DDT oh, okay. on Green to win the match. Interesting. Before mm. embraced after the match. And then she said, "Well, I can't. There's no other women to be." Like, nice to wrestle in front of a crowd. I Start go wrestling, back, dudes. Got to go back home. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so Britt Baker's my my pick. I think that you know Jason asked the question, "Why did we expect stuff out of her?" Because they told us to. They told us she was a big deal and that we should expect because big things told out of her. We're never going to listen to anybody ever again. Oh. Less than nobody now. So what the fans say? So Will, your pick was Kenny Kenny Omega. Omega. Kenny Omega. Jason, your pick was Hangman Anna Page. All three of us went with AEW, by the way. And oh wow! Mm. If you think about it, for how shitty everyone talks about Raw and SmackDown, (laughs) we all shit on the new guys. Well, the fans went with an AEW product as well. Uh oh, fifty percent. Ah, the Dark Order. Fifty percent. Said Britt Baker. Ah, hot take. So Britt Baker. I've noticed that it. you uh, you seem to have the same answer as the the viewers a lot. Co- merely coincidence. Maybe, I'm interesting. Maybe we should call your dad yeah. to come check these results. <laughs> I feel like we need an impartial. My dad's not party. a good lawyer. It's not going to do anything. <laughs> the Lionel Hutz. He in real is life. one of the lawyers in the city of St. Louis. <laughs> Uh, right, what we, uh, I don't think my next one is going to be... No, my next one does not go in lockstep with the uh, listeners. I almost said the viewers. Uh, let's go with moments of the year. So Britt Baker is our overrated wrestler of the year. Uh, moment of the year. Congratulations. Do we send that to the Adam Cole household? Uh, no. Don't no. send it to Adam Cole. Oh, I'm going to send it to the dentist's office that you Oh, okay. Yeah. That way Adam doesn't actually And I'm going to say, it. there's Invisaligns in here. Yeah. New samples for Invisaligns, <laughs> and then it's going to be a horny. And she's going to be like, what the fuck is this? Fuck is she's going to say, who? Who? <laughs> 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 That's what everybody says. Yeah. When we, oh, I'm with the Rhino Wrestling Review. It's like one out of a <laughs> thousand people. <laughs> or this. <laughs> That's my Crow. wife's favorite Jesus sound. Christ, wow. that was loud. The last time she did the show with me, she said, if you don't have a cricket sound effect with me, then uh, then I'm not ever doing the show. Is that again. on the, uh, <laughs> the Harry Potter podcast? Uh, no, we don't, have of... we don't have sound effects oh, on there. I didn't know uh, if there was like magic sound effects. Or we're, like... we're talking about it. We're, I, I wouldn't be funny this okay, time. Okay, we don't, have, a, we don't like... have a lot of money to throw around <laughs> here. Like, or like a wand going swoosh. <laughs> we don't have... Or something like... Oh, so... oh my God, who the hell is? <laughs> so you do like Harry Potter, Jason, is what you're telling me. No. Sounds like you know a lot about it. <laughs> uh, moment of the year, gentlemen. I'll start on this one. Getting into the good ones. Uh, a couple yeah. of couple of the ones that stood out. A little out, bit of the bubbly. A couple of the ones that stood out for me. Uh, the one I mentioned, kind of alluded to earlier, was Kevin Owens being the surprise member of Team Champa at NXT Takeover War Games. The crowd was hot for that. It was an amazing moment. One of the loudest pops I'd ever experienced live. But my winner was a another moment that I got to experience live this year, and that was Kofi Kingston winning the title at WrestleMania. I like it. I I don't think there's a bad pick in this list. No, there's the a lot of good ones on there. And if you guys if you guys want to talk about some of the other ones on the list, yeah. I, won't, I won't take up all the time. But well, Kofi good. Kingston winning that that title at Mania, I thought it was the best match at WrestleMania. It came at a a really good time in the card. That by the end of the night, we were drained. Yeah, you know, we were we were 
don't know why. Yeah, I was gonna say you had <laughs> like you went to a long show. Yeah, physically, or mentally, emotionally drained. Like, you got like the flu after that. Literal, the yeah. literal flu. Yeah, you, you were know? dead. Not like oh, I got a, b- a bug. You know, I had the literal yeah. flu. I went and got tested, and I had the flu. <laughs> flu shot didn't work. But Kofi Kingston winning that, I honestly didn't think it was going to happen because I thought that if the card opened with Kofi or closed with Kofi, he would win. If 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 it was in the middle of the card, he was going to lose. And when he won, man, it was such a cool moment. I got I had goosebumps then. I got getting goosebumps thinking about it. It was the culmination of a, of a long journey for Kofi, and that was my moment of the year. Jason, give us uh, your thoughts on moment of the year. Um, I'm actually going to go back to the beginning, and uh, I think we forget how amazing Becky Lynch winning the Royal Rumble was. And I think at the time we forget how hot she was, because now it's not nearly the same. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I mean, you're not talking coming, about that kind of hot. No, I mean, you're coming, yeah. what, probably, uh, I think 90 days after she was bloody in the crowd, you know, or so, and it was like when she was like on the top, mm-hmm. and then she comes out, limps out, and... Uh, literally, what she beat up Lana. <laughs> so I believe Lana got hurt. Yeah, and then tried to come out, and yeah. then she couldn't continue. Yeah. So my wife Jessica picked Lana to win the Royal Rumble. Oh, so and she almost got Lana's it. spot. spot did win the Royal Rumble. Yeah, by technically by, Lana's never been eliminated. Becky yeah. Lynch, so nobody else picked that. Also, yeah, Becky Lynch life. wrestled a match in that night as well. Yeah, double she lost, duty. lost to Oscar. Yeah, tapped double out to Oscar. Mm-hmm. Remember Oscar being on top? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I but know, I don't, to me, I think we forget about how big that was mm-hmm. at the time. Crowd um, loved it. Um, Kofi is obviously a huge deal. I understand that. Um, John Moxley debuting is a big deal, but everyone kind of knew that was coming. Let's be mm, frank. I don't think they did. You know. We thought that it was a possibility that he was going to sign. I honestly didn't think he was going to come out then. I thought yeah, it would at be, the time it was different. I yeah. thought it would be a while before we saw him in AEW, and apparently Jim Ross said he didn't know it was happening either. Mm-hmm. You know, he knew, oh, God damn, hey, yeah. oh, that's John. Is that damn John Moxley? Damn Boomer Sooner. <laughs> but uh, I am going to go with Becky Lynch winning the Rumble. I always liked the Rumble. I thought that was a cool moment. Mm-hmm. You know. I think we're about a month away from the yeah, Rumble. It's a good time. It's coming up. Coming Just up real quick. More things to disappoint another us. baseball stadium this year. It's yeah, at Minute Maid Park. Yeah, they can run down the hill and uh. come into the Rumble. <laughs> I like that. Run, they, still, they still got that uh, flagpole out no, there. No, they got rid of the pole. Run into. Yeah. I think they got the hill still, don't they? No, I think they got rid of all of it. Oh. They got rid of all the gimmicky horseshit. Oh, right. <laughs> I mean, get rid of the 200 uh, feet they, down the left field line. To be fair, they right. had Crawford boxes. They had to make room for all the sign-stealing equipment. That's so. true. Ah. <laughs> the pole was blocking yeah, the camera. Was like, oh, get rid of that. We can't see. We yeah. can't steal signs. We get need to get this pole out of the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we can't put the camera on the hill. That'll be too obvious. Yeah. No, they put it in the hill. Yeah, Ooh, yeah that's wow. pretty smart. But That's why everyone trips over but it. But if the center fielder's standing there, then he'd be blocking like, it. Like, shit, true. can't see. Tell him to move. Yeah. <laughs> Two steps to the left, man. We'll give you all the signs. <laughs> well, what you got, buddy? Uh, so I'm just going to go with my moment of the year right off the bat is uh, John Moxley debuting at AEW Double or Nothing. Double. Um, I thought... Um, I thought it was a very significant debut. I thought it was unexpected, even though, because um, I think 
like right after Dean Ambrose had left, like we kind of thought like maybe he could go to a- to AEW or maybe he won't. Who knows? But then oh! he- yeah, exactly. <laughs> Who's Dean oh? Ambrose? D- oh, sorry, sorry. Uh, that guy that they cut out of the Shield video. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know who that is. So after Dean Ambrose left WWE, mm-hmm. we didn't know what was going to happen. He called to- his buddy, old college buddy John Moxley. Right. And he's like, hey, he's like, man. Dude, you like wrestling? You can go wrestle for <laughs> AEW. Uh, and then, of course, Dean Ambrose retired. Uh, but uh, John Moxley released a you know a very cryptic video on Twitter or whatever it was. And there was a lot of little, like, like little things in it. Like, the numbers added up to a certain thing. And then there was, like, a little AEW reference in yeah, there. There was, like, dice and... Yeah. and- so all all it was time. cool though. You're yeah. breaking out of jail. It was the yep. coolest the big dog was after him. It was the yep. coolest creative thing that he. You know, had I forgot all about that. Years. Yeah, I really so, did. And then um, at Damn. the end of the show, <laughs> at the end of the show, you see him, you know, come out of the crowd, and the crowd literally just explodes. It's probably one of the biggest pops I've seen in a long time because that Chicago crowd is just super into it. We yeah. were watching. We were watching it yep. live. Nah. We were watching it here, and then Chris Jericho's like, "What the fuck are you doing here?" Um, and he goes down. A little and, bit of the bubbly. Yep. Chris Although Jericho. that came later. So. Yep. Um, so he goes down and he, you know, hits the referee with the dirty deeds. Well, the paradigm shift or whatever it is. Then he hits Chris Jericho now, with paradigm it. Paradigm shift's the one where he like cripples people, right? Yes. Like only Darby. He's out. like, oh, you think my dirty deeds is stupid? Watch yeah. this. Yeah. And off the top, I'll start, I'll start the top spiking row. heads. Yeah. Um, and then have he, we seen Darby Allen since then? Yeah, yeah, he was Darby on AEW this week. Uh, Darby kidding, Allen won't be wrestling in his mid thirties, but <laughs> no. he's, he's a, a seemingly on, a, a man of rubber right now. But then he broken. But then he sets his sight on Kenny Omega, and that's like the big signif- significant one. And he, he did it on a bunch of poker chips. Yeah, and he yeah. plants them on top of the, yeah. the poker chips, and that's literally the last thing that you see when and that goes go. off air. So then you're like, all right, cool. And he's their top star. Yeah. It's not Chris Jericho, it's John Moxley. Well we ha- we are at a at a quandary right here, folks. Yeah. Three different answers. So let's go to the fans and the fans overwhelmingly Look at seventy two percent. Eighty two percent. Eighty two percent. Yeah Moxley. Yep, eighty two percent. The Moxley debut. I like it. Woo! Uh, God, I, you know, I, they're siding with you. William. I've always said that the viewers that we have here we are have some of the best, like brightest minds. You were that literally just crapping on them ten are, minutes. Ago. I don't know what well, you're talking about. Well, he is part of the IWC here. Yeah. So this some of the best and most brightest minds that we have out there that love that listening. Whoa! <laughs> Be nice to these guys. They're you know they don't deserve hey, this. What does uh, Popeyes put on top of their? Uh, Chicken sandwich. Bingo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. Yeah. Just, I, it's nice that they put it on top so I can just take it right off. Yeah, yeah I just throw it I don't, right. let, don't let the right juice in the get in there. Don't <laughs> take the like bun that. off or anything. That is nice of them. Mm. Uh, you can just skip the... the uh, throw it in the garbage. Bingo! You can just skip that next time. But yeah, they're going with you, Will. The Moxley Good job, Will. Uh, do, As they should. Moxley is getting... Ever so close to the seeming uh, butting of heads with Chris Jericho eventually coming. Jericho has offered him a spot in the inner circle. We're going to find out next on, year on January 1st. Next decade. 
Next, we're we're not gonna find out till next decade. Sorry, Dan. Yeah. You know that is a tease. That is, yeah. Jeez. Tune no in one. in ten years. <laughs> like what? But we're gonna find out. We're assuming that he's gonna say no unless he's gonna try to destroy him from the inside. That would be kind of interesting. Now my question is. Is John Moxley the first one to take the belt off Chris Jericho? I that's, mean, we'll get into that. That's what I was. That's what I was going to ask you. Is he going to be the one to dethrone Jericho? And how mm. long before we see Moxley with the title? Do we need? Does he need the title? I don't think he. Does. I don't think he does either. He could just keep planting Darby Allen off the top rope. Yeah. Dar- Darby's like, no, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. Give him the belt, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Uh, Darby apparently has a uh, date set in the future for a rematch with Mr. Cody. Oh, okay. okay. So Darby, I like it. Darby uh, kind of bailed out uh, Cody this past week on uh, Dynamite. And so Dynamite. his only caveat was, I want a, my rematch with you. Hmm. I'll be your partner, but so I want my rematch. Why don't we talk about okay. AEW? We got five minutes for something? Hmm. That they oh, were. Uh, I'll give you two. On the Observer this week, radio. Uh, never mind. <laughs> Dude, give me a, hey, uh, who the hell cares? <laughs> <laughs> no, they they talked about how they think the big guys, especially the elite, lose too much on their own show. I know. Do you guys feel like that? Like it's really like it's blown away. There's I, steam. I think that they're doing that. It's obviously on purpose. I get it. Right, but I think but. it's I think it's a overcorrect. If that makes sense, like. Yeah. If you got to turn the ship a little bit to veer out of the way of the iceberg, but you turn it way too far, yeah. and you end up like hitting another iceberg, sides. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. yeah. end up like the back end of the ship, like ends up hitting the iceberg. I think everybody assumed that they were going to book themselves strong. Yeah, it's the Jeff Jarrett rule. So right. they're saying, okay, well, we're going to do the complete opposite. We're going to have the Young Bucks lose to everybody. We're going to have Kenny Omega lose to everybody. We're going to have Hangman lose yeah. everybody, to everybody but Cody. Pretty yeah, much. Yeah. Uh-huh. And even Cody is never going to wrestle for the title again. No. Yeah. <laughs> so they are, I think they're doing it so far the other way that we're kind of getting a little, they kind of did, they, they overcorrected. They did too much. Yeah. They went too much the other way. But I agree with you. I was just curious. No. I thought that was an interesting topic of conversation. They're doing it so much that it's like mind boggling. Yeah. That it's like really catching your eye to the point where you're thinking, okay, well, do I even think the Young Bucks are one of the top tag teams? They lose to everybody. Well, yeah. they're still number one in the rankings somehow, <laughs> some way, which is weird. Hmm. R- rankings are weird because Chris Statlander went from not even on the roster yeah. to number one. <laughs> She's an alien. <laughs> I kind of like Chris Statlander. <laughs> she does cartwheels and stuff. I like it. That's great, right? I guess. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> are we... Uh, are we done with uh Yeah, no, I just, just had a, a side question. I'm sorry. All right. No, you're fine. Let's go to a another good award. So we'll send send uh Renee Young, the uh the Renee Young household, the uh Moxley Moment Award. Moment of the Year Award, yeah. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah. Good for her. You, you know, know, Jericho's been mentioning her without mentioning her name. Exactly. On said Go to home, talk to your lovely wife about it, about joining the inner circle. He keeps bringing it up. Uh, let's go to Breakout Star of the Year. A lot of names on this list as possibilities, and maybe even some that I'm not thinking about. Will, you start this time. When you think of Breakout Stars of 2019, who comes to mind? Um, I can't really think of anything off the list 
right now. All right. Well, give me some that are on the list. That nothing. Come about nothing. It. Well, how convenient that there's eight people. In front <laughs> That's of you. weird. So you if only what? I had we'll a list in front of me. Oh, I do. Um, Damn it! That's a list. Uh, my breakout star of the year is actually Darby Allen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, I think you knew where I was going with that one. You probably knew that was immediately what I was going to pick. Uh, but um, I think out of all the people in AEW to make a name for himself, he's probably done the best job of it. He's super over with the crowd. Um, he's turned me around. He turned, yeah. <laughs> which I think is the most significant thing. Yeah. We should make a new award for that. Uh, this is the uh, the Rhino Wrestling <laughs> Review Sammy Callahan Award. Uh, you guys, like guys Sammy Callahan. Suck? Yeah. <laughs> whoa, guys, whoa. Guys, Guys that we think might be good, but Dan hates. No. Um, you just said you thought Sammy Callahan was No, good. I hate Sammy Man, Callahan. I'm pretty it. sure he said that. Yeah, no. that's awesome. Well, I th- he was the first thing I could that's think great. of. That's great. Right. He is the world no. champion. God, oh, stop. Um, never mind. That award's dumb. Can we strike that <laughs> from the records, please? Yeah. Uh, but no, Darby Allen has, has come in, and he had a really good showing against Cody Rhodes. Um, and he showed that he's tough, and he can take a lot of damage and all that stuff. But... Um, and then he comes out and he makes an even better showing against more people throughout the tapings of AEW. Mm-hmm. Um, and now he's placing himself in a significant like storyline spot with Cody. You could. It's gotten to the point where, not now, not within the next year, but down the line, you could see him as champion of that company. He yeah. He even had a really good championship match. Against Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. You could see him, and he's still very young. I don't know yeah. how old he is, but... Uh, well, he won't his, live past 30. No, he, <laughs> won't, yeah, he won't wrestle, definitely won't wrestle oh, yeah, past yeah. 30, but I think he's in like his mid-20s right now. 24, 25, something like he's that. He's really young. But he's a guy that... He's 22. 20, Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> got socks older than you, kid. That's <laughs> <laughs> so what some man would say. Yeah. I... I have uh, literally known my wife for almost that long. <laughs> <laughs> I've known my wife since 2001. So, my uh, when I when I met my wife, we j- no Will longer. Well, I used to babysit Will. Yeah, used to change his diapers and see his little weenie. No, that <laughs> well, that hasn't changed much. <laughs> but you know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We still change his diapers and see his little weenie. Ah, whether that we, def, that definitely hasn't changed. Whether he wants, whether he wants us to or not. Yeah. Uh, so Darby, man, he, for me, I used, I just saw him as the hardcore guy, the guy that would just see how see how bad I can hurt myself, and that's what makes me cool. <clears throat> and to ex, to an extent, in the matches that he has with like Jimmy Havoc and like Joey Janela, mm-hmm. where he's jumping off with the fucking Cracker Barrel. <laughs> <laughs> that's horseshit. I'll never forget that. That's horseshit. You love that. That's spot. horseshit. He loves this but shit. When he gets away from those oh, yeah. bad influences <laughs> and gets some better friends to wrestle against. But but I think that's one thing that AEW has kind of done good yeah, is think- that they've taken the people who have pigeonholed themselves as hardcore stars, mm-hmm. minus Jimmy Havoc. Minus Jimmy Havoc. Even Joey Janela showed yeah. me he could wrestle yeah. that one time. And, yeah, but they put them in, in places where they can show that, that they're time. actually you know good, talented wrestlers that can tell a story in the ring. I think that's one of the things that Darby Allen does very well mm-hmm. is he tells a very good story in the ring. Like that whole time when he's wrestling Chris Jericho, like he's getting his ass kicked, mm-hmm. but then he comes back and he shows that he has the grit to like almost pin him multiple times. And I like the coffin drop. 
I think the coffin drops are good, even though it's just literally him just diving backwards <laughs> off of the ropes. If you guys are ever bored one day, get on YouTube and look up some Darby Allen stuff from like bingo halls. He like jumps from everywhere. Yeah, and coffin drops. It's insane. Mm-hmm. I mean, good for him for finally making it. Plus, he skateboards but, to the ring. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I've never seen that before. I don't like it when uh, Justin, I almost said Sam Roberts. I don't like it when <laughs> just Justin Roberts doesn't say that he's skating to the ring. I like when he says, skating to the ring. <laughs> and when Darby comes out with the skateboard and Justin Ro- Roberts says, coming to the ring, I get really oh upset. God, man. He's on a skateboard. He's skating to the ring. Announce it as such, right. sir. Good no, sir. Yeah. Remember when Mark Andrews used to skate to the ring? Andrews? Andrews, yeah. Mm. Nobody cares. The tight end for the Ravens? No, no, no. Can you give me a, a Snoop Dogg real quick? Who? Thank you. <laughs> Who? Uh, so Jason is going with Sammy Callahan. Uh, I will. <laughs> no, go ahead. I won't stop you. Go ahead, Jason. Give us uh, give us your thought process on Breakout Star of the Year. I'll tell you, my runner-up is Rhea Ripley. I think she has. And it hasn't been the full year, unless I've missed something on NXT, but like the last four to five months, mm-hmm. she's come on strong. Ever and, since she uh, came over from, from UK. Yeah, yeah, on that show that nobody watches. Where she like, was she was the champ Jesus. over there. She was yeah. the she was the champ over there. Yeah, and, and that's then, great. And came over and, and kinda got in the face of Shayna Baszler. Yeah. You haven't beat me, bitch. She's got a great look, you know what I mean? She just she looks different, mm-hmm. which is great. Uh, she's definitely my runner up. Two. Also, only like twenty three years old. Yeah, I was gonna say she's definitely. You Insane. know, she, she's part of the next. You know, the four horsewomen. Mm-hmm. There's the next class that's mm-hmm. coming through. Yeah, maybe it's definitely maybe led her, by maybe like Tony Storm. Yeah, definitely led by her. them. Mm-hmm. Jessamyn you know. Duke. Yeah. Uh, Marina Shafir. They're really Your good. Girls. In the ring. You love both of them. They're awful. They're just awful. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even like let them come out to the ring anymore. Because yeah. they're just awful. They're just like, Jesus, what do we do with these two? <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. No, no. Well, they're Ronda's friends, so we can't fire them. Can't get rid of them yet. No. Not until Ronda's officially done. And then they're fired. Yeah. So Rhea Ripley's your runner-up, you yeah. say? And uh, Sammy Callahan is my breakout star of the year. Okay. World mm. champion. <laughs> right now. Hmm. <sighs> Actually flies an impact mm. flag, which is good for him. Mm. Damn. No. <laughs> uh. Huh. Mm. Her. Mm. Sammy Callahan, huh? Yeah, breakout <laughs> star of the year. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, hmm. Wow. <laughs> I think um, Dan's contemplating ending the show. Yeah. yeah. Um, that's been the Rhino Wrestling Review, the final episode. <laughs> the Rhino Wrestling Review, brought to you by our friends at ProWrestling.com. Stop it. Get some help. Thank you, Michael Jordan. <laughs> You're starting to make me sad. Uh, like I'm gonna start going to emo nights and like. Hey, ain't nothing wrong with emo nights. And like bitching unless, your, and like, unless your ex-girlfriend's there and it ruins your evening. Oh, yeah. did that happen, Will? Mm-hmm. Maybe stop going to places that she frequents. Yeah, definitely. You know, just change my life. That's great. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> no. That's what we're telling you. Yeah. My uh, thought process for breakout star of the year is some people on this list that I think are worth mentioning. I think Rio was somebody who I didn't even know Rio. who she was. Yeah. Yeah, that's before a good this one. year, and she has been the top female the star chop. in AEW to the point where she's doesn't really speak English, but is still very over with the crowd yeah. too. Uh, Jr. likes to say that she weighs about eighty nine pounds, yeah, he's but not wrong. she's still, probably accurate. Uh, she still has good matches against everybody. Yeah, everybody that she's had a match with that has been 
Excellent. We've really seen, speaking of people who the last two or three months who have gone from kind of off the radar to off the charts is Keith Lee. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, uh, Survivor Series weekend, when, we went, when I went to take over War Games, he had an amazing showing there. And then to make it all the way to the uh, final with Roman Reigns in that Survivor Series match, it came down to him and Roman. And Keith Lee almost came out on top over yeah. the big dog. They put so on a hell of a show they, for that 10 minutes. And they put him, even in a loss yeah. there, he really you know, got himself you know, to a higher level. He's going to be somebody who's going to be NXT champ sooner or later. Yeah. Uh, Sammy Guevara is somebody who I had seen a couple of times on the indies. I saw him at WrestleMania weekend most recently. Somebody who I didn't know how they were going to handle him coming into AEW, but they immediately put him in Chris Jericho's inner circle and has really skyrocketed him, you know, his yeah. stock up to the point where I could see him as a future champion in AEW somewhere down the line. Somebody who's also very young. So it comes down to three people for me. It comes down to MJF, who I think is quickly becoming the, the best heel in the business. Another guy in his, in his 20s, which yeah. is ridiculous. Uh, he said that he referenced the Roddy Piper promo with you don't throw rocks at a man with a machine gun and when I spit these bullets they don't miss or something something to that extent. Quickly becoming one of the best heel in the business. Darby Allen, who we mentioned, you know, spoke the praises of Darby Allen earlier and then Rhea Ripley. Man, I had a hard time choosing between this. I went with Rhea Ripley maybe because it was so fresh in my mind. Yeah. Her getting that victory over Shayna Baszler this past week on NXT. Spoiler alert. And <laughs> the fact that all the fans came into the ring and, and lifted her up and that, that that awesome moment that Will said was ruined for him by Facebook. Yep. Thanks, Facebook. Gotta kick it on the book face, <sighs> man. But how am I going to find out what everybody's doing on a daily basis? <laughs> how am I going to find out yeah. what everybody's doing? I, I haven't even been drinking. Why I've been drinking pink lemonade. Why don't you text people ah. or call people? Ah. Like 1996 all over again. Ugh. Rhea Ripley, for me, the, she's been so strong the last few <coughs> the last few months. From, from being that UK champion and then coming over and she was like one of the stars of that uh, Survivor Series weekend. Uh, and then I think the week before that, she even beat, uh, pinned Becky Lynch, didn't she? On NXT? Uh, -huh. uh not, was it on NXT? No, because that match ended in a no contest, okay. didn't it? But she pinned Charlotte? She, yeah, she pinned or somebody. someone of, on SmackDown. Of, of high stature on, she, cause on that. They had built her up so much that I thought she was going to have a downfall she Survivor did. Series weekend, but she didn't. She basically her and Candice LeRae beat the other uh, War Games team two on five. Right. Yeah. And then she came out the next night and won Survivor Series for for her team. Now she's beat Shayna Baszler for the title. She's my pick for Breakout Star of the Year. So we uh, we're at a quandary again, gentlemen. Let's, gotta go to the electoral electoral college. Let's go to the electoral to college, say. and we had it was a two horse race. Uh oh, isn't it always? <laughs> it was. It came down to fifty one percent to forty nine percent. Oh, nobody that's else got votes that's besides amazing. these two. Out of the over three hundred votes we got, they were all for these two people. Sammy Guevara. 
Mm. Uh, Sammy Callahan. Nope, mm, nobody no, voted nobody for Sammy voted. Callahan. <laughs> Darby Allen, 49%. Ah. Rhea Ripley, 51%. Uh. Rhea Ripley is the Golden Horn Award winner for mm. 2019 for Breakout mm. Star of the Year. Uh, let's go to a horny that you don't want to get. It is the worst match of the year. It's like, am I missing a sound mm. like a sound cue there? Nope. <laughs> nope. Worst match of the year, and uh, oh, there may oh. be some. Oh, oh. The worst. Thank you, John Ralphio. Yeah. <laughs> there may be some that were not on this list, but these were these were the four that came to my mind, and three of them happened in the desert. I was going to say, uh, Will, 75% of the the ones I put on this list happened in Saudi Arabia. That doesn't surprise me. Well, all those matches are great. No. Now, if I, if I, let's go You're back. You're all about those Saudi shows. I was about shows. to say, let's go back. I'm pretty sure Jason said that's probably one of the best shows that he's ever seen. He said it was going to be. I said yeah. it had potential. But potential mm. to not potential. be shit. And it didn't it didn't do that. And then I didn't want you guys to watch. Guys, it. I think oh. this is this might be the hardest one. Oh, I think this is easy. I don't think it is. Well if it's easy, Jason, what's your pick for uh, worst match? Undertaker versus Goldberg. Mm. Okay. Was that and that was that the super showdown, yeah. I believe. Back in uh, what was that, March? And what April? was so bad about that match to you? Uh <laughs> everything. Like how much time hey, yeah, I was like everything. No, I mean, I mean it's just, just a fact. Was it? Was it just slow? no chemistry and like you know Goldberg knocking himself out? Yeah, hitting a you know busting his head on the door before he even gets out there. Hitting himself a concussion, and then him literally hitting the post, which also concussed him. And <laughs> maybe that knocked you know, back. Double concussion. Yeah, and then you know, fucking Goldberg, poor, poor Undertaker, who who can still put in a good match if somebody can carry him. And same with like Goldberg, literally pick him up and yeah. carry him. I mean, I think Goldberg's the same way. If you have somebody he can work with, he's fine. Even though all his matches are four minutes, Will loves Goldberg. We have video evidence. There is video evidence of Will popping. Uh, but this is just no. just awful. <laughs> Doctor footage. You know he's trying to get, uh, you know, getting him up for uh, the jackhammer. Can't lift Undertaker, who's probably what two seventy, like big deal. Oh, About two hundred five. Sure. Yeah, uh, I'm sure he's two hundred five. I'm sure he's over three bills. You think so? Yeah. Oh, yeah. What his build weight? I mean, yeah. Buddy Murphy's only two hundred five. Come on. <laughs> that's fuzzy. That's fuzzy math. So that was uh that was easily my worst. And you know, after the match, you could see how just pissed off the Undertaker was right away. Mm-hmm. You know, he basically pins him and is like, "Get the fuck out of here!" You know, so much so that and, and Goldberg too was very disappointed. Yeah, they that, both were upset. He wanted to come back and have that match with Ziggler to kind of yeah wipe the taste out of everybody's yeah. mouth. Goldberg will be back again too, and I'm sure. Yeah. Will, what comes to mind when you think of worst match of 2019? Um, so I had a hard time choosing between all of the ones that are on here. All right. Uh, but I have made my decision. Uh, Braun Strowman versus Tyson Fury. At Crown Jewel. Now, I believe Jason said that that was going to be a <laughs> boxing match. I was wrong. And then he said, well, it still should be, it's still intriguing or it's still promising <laughs> or something like that. It was the shits. It was awful. Uh, All of these were the, the shits. only the only saving grace part of it. Yeah, was when Braun does that run around the ring thing. No, that's really like no, no, seven no. times. Was Tyson Fury's freaking? Oh, oh yeah, that part was cool. That is cool. now. If you were to say like someone would come out yeah. like and do that before they come out, yeah, pop. like we pop yeah. significantly yeah. like. 
Yeah. Whoa. And then you immediately get disappointed because yeah, it's Braun Strowman. Braun Strowman. <laughs> uh, so Tyson Fury's entrance. Tyson Fury's yeah. entrance. And that yeah. literally was it. And I'm pretty That's sure. Boxing 101. It's yeah. Incredible. Yeah. Make it make a good entrance, but. Tyson Fury looked like he didn't know what the hell he was doing. And he doesn't. Braun yeah. Strowman looked... He has no looked, business being in that yeah. situation. Especially with someone who also can't wrestle, <laughs> that they do it for a living. Braun Strowman looked completely gassed, and he looked very agitated to even be there. Mm-hmm. But Looked he, like he didn't want to hit Tyson too hard, because Tyson's got like... You know, Tyson might knock him out. Like $100 oh, yeah. fights coming yeah. up. Right. And then and then the, the, the count-out... The countout ending to the match, which they called a knockout, right? A, t- a TKO, which is definitely not the case. <laughs> Braun Strowman was That's not a thing. He was literally moving. That's not a thing. And on his feet when they counted him out. <laughs> uh, but it was just it was a debacle, and and then the power slam at the end is just it was just bad. All of it was bad. But it was really hard to choose between that and the other worst match of the year. So you guys have mentioned two that were on the list. I'm going to say two more and then give you... Because neither one of you has said what my pick is. Ah. My pick was Seth Rollins versus The Fiend at WWE Hell in a Cell. I'm listening. To me, this was built up to be something special. It ended up killing the Seth Rollins character. It ended up killing Seth Rollins' finisher. It ended up not getting either one of them over. It ended up with a non-finish and a hell in a cell. That it, red light. It had work. the stupid red light. I was about to say, what if the what if they had a red light? <laughs> it it was, and and everybody was chanting refunds after yeah. it. Yeah, that ain't good. It was mm. was because sodas were probably expensive. It, yeah. yeah, probably flat. Yeah. Too, <laughs> yeah. Or that time that. Jason and I went to a WWE live show there, and they, they had bottled sodas, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. but they wouldn't give us the bottles. Yeah, they took our cap. They, they, oh, yeah. They, they took... poured it into cups with no ice no for ice. us. So we got warm sodas for like $9. <laughs> Ooh, 20 ounces. And, and the, whole, the whole bottle did not fit in the cup. So we got two cups. So... It was terrible. No, what they did was, I said, well, can I have the bottle to have the rest of it? No, we can't give you the bottle. They told us to drink a little bit of it. <laughs> While we're right there. While we're right there, and then poured the rest of it. What kind of Mickey Mouse fucking operation That's are they running that... there? That's awful. Oh, my That's God. the ring of honor. But I digress. Yeah. Uh, Seth Rollins versus The Fiend, worst match I've seen in 2019. Is it the it, worst Hell in a Cell match you've ever seen? Oh, yeah. It was yeah. Definitely, oh, yeah. yeah. Without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. Yeah. And Without it hurts the Hell in a Cell game. Without a doubt. Absolutely. Which really sucks because mm-hmm. I like Hell in a Cell. Yep. Without a doubt. It kills it. You will never see another non finish like that because of the shit that they got from it. Nope. Cannot be stopped for anything. <laughs> Quote in quotation marks. <laughs> it, it was basically just setting up that. They should have done the title change there, yeah. but they were saving it for Saudi Arabia. Which was stupid. And that is so dumb. Uh, my other one that was a runner-up for me was also a crown jewel match between Brock Lesnar and Kane Velasquez. It was the shits. Yeah. Kane came out and was throwing some shitty leg kicks. Apparently he was hurt. Looks a little doughy. Uh, do- always always, looks always a little looks doughy. Always looks doughy, yeah. <laughs> uh, looks like super doughy now. <laughs> He'll because be back he, for the Rumble. Oh, yay, cool. Get more Cain Velasquez. Or as the announcers call him, Cain Velasquez. Yep. <laughs> uh, Brock Lesnar takes him down, hits him with the, or gets a Kimura, I think it was, or an arm bar, or some horse shit like that. And we get the finish. And it, it's over. It was just awful. They're building Cain yeah. up as this monster. The only man, the man who gave Brock that, that scar above his eye. 
it was it was it was terrible and it was at crown jewel so of course it's terrible <laughs> but mine is uh, seth rollins versus the fiend hell in a cell so gentlemen we go to the listeners they also picked they did not pick 79 percent an overwhelming majority side with you mr calzabetta yeah and say that undertaker at versus goldberg was their worst match of the year 79 percent did you guys even watch the other? You <laughs> know, my Dan, I've gone on record before saying that these viewers are some of the most. They don't watch like Thank opinionated, mm-hmm. hard-headed, mm-hmm. like jerks. Yeah, out there. You you're flip flopping quite a bit on. I don't know what you're talking like about. Hillary Clinton's at my table. Wow. Right. Well, let's not get all political. Get all <laughs> RPR going on here. RPR. I don't like that. But match of the year, the winner or loser in this case. Um, worst match of the year. Worst, yeah, worst match of the year. We're going to send the horny to uh, Undertaker. Yeah. Uh, apparently in Death Valley. Yeah. And we're going to send it to Goldberg, wherever the hell Goldberg Parts is. Parts unknown. Yeah, he's in California. Atlanta, Georgia? Somewhere. He's somewhere. Nah, who, who cares? Yeah, yeah who cares? <laughs> Actually, on the Stone Cold thing, he said he was moving to Texas. Yeah, he's in Texas. He's yeah. in a ranch. Yeah. Good for him. We'll send it to the ranch. Yeah. With no return address, because I don't want him to give me a concussion. No, God, no. And I'll have a stroke on my riding my bike. Goldberg, you give Dan Ryle, you killed Dan Ryle. <laughs> <laughs> You're next! You kicked him right in the face. You kicked his head off. Uh, let's go to an award that you do want to get, and that's Underrated Wrestler of the Year. I will tell you that this was our closest uh, three-way voting Ooh. for the uh, yeah a little menage a trois Ooh, there nice. for the uh, the fans. There was the winner was twenty-seven percent. Second place was twenty-five percent. Third place was twenty-two percent. That's my little tease for you guys. Right Her. There. It's not a lot of percent. Underrated wrestlers of the year. Some of the uh, folks that we had on the list here, I think, are worth mentioning. Not going to be my pick, but somebody like Willie Mack. Somebody who, uh, where's the first place we saw Willie Mack? I know he's been like uh, kind of making a name for himself in Impact. He did some stuff with NWA yeah. uh, over the over the summer. Uh, Willie Mack seems like he popped up somewhere. I, I, was he at All In? Do we see him at All In doing something? Or maybe in the... I, I don't well, remember. I, I was just saying. I don't Willie, remember. Willie Mack's a guy who... Uh, but wherever he's at, he's a fan favorite. Yeah, his uh, his athleticism is off the charts. He's somebody that was not on my radar until this year, and now he is somebody who I have uh, super high hopes for what he can do in the uh, near future and beyond. Cesaro is a guy who I think is uh, perpetually underrated. You know, always going to be a guy who's probably never going to ascend to that main event level, but always going to be one of the best workers on the roster. Always going to be the, probably the strongest guy pound for pound on the roster. Plus, he wears capri pants. He does wear capri pants a lot now. Got to show it's off them ankles. Real weird. Yeah, or hot. Which, I was like, is it? Yeah, kind of hot. Kind of hot, too. but also weird. But, but also hot. Yeah, that's yeah. true. If you could give me a little Ferris Bueller uh, there, I appreciate yeah. it. Uh, my pick. Hmm, this is going to be a tough one. I'm going to go with. My girl, Kyrie Sane. Oh. Your girl. Your concussed girl. My concussed girl, Kyrie Sane. And that match just proves how underrated Stop it. Uh, as Will, Will spins the, uh, the pirate wheel. That match where she got concussed about five times just proves how underrated Kyrie Sane is. When you think of the four ladies in that match, I think a lot of 
people would think as far as stars or accomplishments, they would probably put Kyrie Sane at the bottom. Yeah. But Kyrie Sane to me is a top, at least a top five women's wrestler on the planet. Like Maybe top five Oriental. Uh, you can't say that. Whoa! Only a boomer sooner can say. I was like, oh, I was like, I just heard Jr. say. Or if yeah. you're referencing a new rug that you got for oh, the okay. uh, Calcibetta. Or if you're uh, referencing Palisades. a type of food. Yeah. Like Oriental food. Can you say that? I thought it was like Chinese food. Japanese food. There's, well, I mean, there's yeah. multiple Vietnamese different, food. Yeah. I different like, levels. I don't think you can say it. We'll have an intern look it up whether that's uh, okay. Huh. But I don't think so. Her. It okay. sounds wrong. It does sound wrong. Uh. JR says it with a southern accent. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't sound, it doesn't sound good to me. I think she's at least a top five, maybe even a top three women's <coughs> wrestler on the planet. And I don't I don't think she's ever going to sniff a singles title anytime soon on the main roster like she did down in NXT. But her and Asuka together have made those tag titles mean something. Mm-hmm. Those tag titles main evented a pay-per-view in an awesome match at the most recent show, TLC. And Kyrie Sane is somebody to me who she, I hope she I hope her body can keep up with her health-wise can keep up with her work rate. Well, she's and, still so young, too. Yeah. That's she's not I, as young as you think. We just we just looked this up. I want to say she's, she's under like 25. Age. Hold on. I think she's like 31. 31, I think. And Asuka's like 39. Yeah. And you just don't know. Yeah. Huh. Yeah, we we looked it up the other night when we were watching TLC, and we were both like blown away. I just thought it was interesting. Japanese women age very well. Yeah. 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 Can we say that? I don't know. Yeah, you can't say Oriental. Ah, okay. Well, you know. But, uh... Yeah, Kyrie Sane's my underrated wrestler of the year. But there's there's quite a few other ones. Uh, I don't want to spoil... What the the fans picked or anything, but uh, what do you guys think for underrated wrestler of 2019? Um, so I kind of had two in mind. Uh, so I'll start with my runner up uh, is Sammy Guevara. Mm-hmm. Um, I he's think a Spanish god, you know. He is a Spanish god, and Chris Jericho loves him <laughs> so much. It's so great. Yeah, like quite a, quite a nice bromance going on. I know, on there. but I think Chris Jericho has found someone to kind of take under his wing and develop mm-hmm. as a. You know, just kind of as a as a star, um, and that asshole heel. And he is. And think about how big it, it's going to be down, maybe years down the line when he uh, eventually, you know, he can't take you know Jericho belittling him exactly. anymore, and he eventually becomes like the biggest babyface in the company. Yep. But but he does a lot of things right. I'm like he is a very good heel. He's a very talented wrestler in the ring. Um, he does that funny thing where he's like blogging while he's trying to do moves all the time. But every time he starts blogging, he always he gets caught somehow. And then like someone else picks up his phone. But I, I think the sky's the limit for him. Mm-hmm. Um, it's interested. I'm interested to see what what they're gonna do with him going forward with AEW. Hopefully AEW can pull out of their tailspin right now um, and figure out what the hell's going on because there's a lot of talented people down there that could be something. Um, but, uh, my underrated wrestler of the year is actually Alistair Black. Mm-hmm. Um, so Alistair Black, um, I've always, I've been singing his praises for a long time when he was in NXT. Um, I thought, yep. You know what you got no way to be no I got no way to do no work. And it will never be equal. You know what would make that better? If uh, there was a crank sound at the beginning of it? Yeah. I like it. I yeah. like it. I like that fucking cool. So, yep. 
Just like the you just ruin everything. Yeah, just like the, no, the that's not cool. The uh, Kyrie saying yeah, fire whale, and just like the ricochet bullet. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think it's fine. Cool. So I think at the beginning of the year he was, you know, when the he was still in NXT and Ricochet was still in NXT, and then they came up as a tag team for a little bit. Um, they got to showcase their talents, um, and then. They broke people, up the tag then team. Then started hiding behind a door. Once and Alistair Black on. disappeared. <laughs> well, he was behind the door waiting for somebody yeah. to knock. Nobody but apparently no one wanted to fight him and Except knock on my his boy, door. Buddy Murphy. Said, I'm not coming out until somebody knocks yeah. on my door. But, like That's not how jobs work. <laughs> but I think... <laughs> you go think, to work. I'd be sitting in the cooler a long <laughs> yeah. time at work. You don't, you, it's not like if your boss doesn't come... Somebody doesn't come knock on your door, you don't have to go to work that day. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. You still got to go to work. I'd be like, oh, address unlisted. Yeah. Yeah, pretty cool me. though. But um, I like Alistair Black's look. I think he's extremely talented in the ring. Um, I think I think the sky's the limit for him. I think he can be a significant single star. Um, the weird part about it is that he disappeared for such a long period of time and he wasn't hurt. Um, so I think they just didn't really know what to do with him. Uh, Maybe that's better though, rather than them just putting him in meaningless stuff. Mm-hmm. Maybe kind of the. Absence makes the heart grow fonder, kind of thing. If you're not going to use them, you know, we've said like the best thing to fix Seth Rollins would be just like just to let him go away, but make him go away. Now that they've turned him heel, it seems like he's getting some of his momentum back, right? But with Alistair, maybe that wasn't such a bad thing, yeah. And and we'll see what happens because he just had a really, really good match with Buddy Murphy. Oh my god, so Um, good! So, told you guys that was going to be great. I mean, and that's that's probably just going to be the first step, but. I would like to see him like implanted somewhere in like in in one of the higher profile feuds, or if it's for a, like a significant belt. I believe he's implanted in Selena Vega right now. Uh, oh, hey, How about that. All right. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I yeah. don't know if I'm allowed to say that. Uh, but, I don't know <laughs> but um I think I think that he's was Jason Calcibetta, by the way, Mr. Alistair. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you can sir. find him in St. Louis, Missouri. Don't worry. I will text you, can, you the address. You can knock on his door. And you can yeah. knock on his door. Uh, but I, I think answer. he's gonna be something big. Uh, I just <laughs> I just have a feeling WWE's gonna screw him up. So I thought I was thinking about him the other day when after that match with Buddy Murphy like, with Selena Vega at the same time. Yeah, I was thinking about yeah. Uh, well, I was thinking about her, and then I was like, Ah, get out of get out of here, yeah. Alistair! Like he kept creeping into my head. Yeah, he's like, uh, but Alistair Black. I was thinking about him the other day, but it was after that match with Buddy Murphy, and I thought he could be, could he be a world champion? He's got. He's got the character and he's got the in-ring acumen to be a world champion, but will they ever do it? Does is he ever going to be the guy that, like Roman Reigns, that they'll put on like the Today Show? No. Or is he ever going to be like the guy? But they don't. They also don't do that with the Fiend, so I guess it's you know a possibility. But I don't know if he if he ever if they'll ever make him that figurehead of the company. Everything else, all the wrestling stuff, yeah, stuff great. in the wrestling world, he can do. His promos are, aren't bad. No. His his in-ring work is great. His character's cool. He's over. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a unique offense. His you finisher's know. good. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a finisher you can hit on anybody, And it's too. protected. Yeah. So you could even, you know, hit it on, like, a you know, a big guy or something like mm-hmm. that. You know, kind of like Shawn Michaels' sweet chin music. You don't have to like, pick somebody up and do this power. And it always looks anybody. good, too. Mm-hmm. It's because he kicked you for real. Well. Literally. Yo, they, they actually showed a replay of it that one night. <laughs> yeah, he was... literally kicks him in the jaw. And I'm like, Jeez. well, he's unconscious. Yeah, That's he's why out. he got pinned. Yep. Jesus. There you go. He was supposed to kick out. Yeah. But 
No, he, he didn't. Is unconscious. Uh, so, Alistair Black, uh, your pick for Underrated Wrestler of the Year. Yeah. I like it. Jason, who do you got? Uh, I'm going to do uh, runner-up first. <coughs> mm-hmm. I'm going to say uh, that Heavy Machinery is extremely underrated. Mm-hmm. And uh, they need to be pushed <laughs> to the moon. Dan? You can take that. But, uh, you know, that's just a runner-up. No, God, please, no. <laughs> no, fans. no, no. Tag team division's a little light. Fans love them. They're entertaining. Against all this beef. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, that's just a little one. Another runner-up I got is, I, I love Buddy Murphy. I don't know how to explain it. I don't know what it is. And is it I because like, he's from Australia? Maybe. Maybe he was in a good tag team. Wasn't he uh, uh, Blake and Murphy power? Tour? Yeah, they're the guys. That, yeah, sell the power yeah. cordless I, power drills and yeah. stuff like that. You know, he can wrestle. I mean, he made two hundred five live interesting, which nobody does. Literally, well, that's because he didn't have. They're like, dude, you're you're like two hundred thirty. <laughs> like, just come to come to two hundred five <laughs> live. We'll just say you're two hundred five pounds. Yeah, I mean, we'll make and, a big production out of it. Him and Cedric Alexander fought for like six months mm-hmm. on two hundred five live. Never had a bad match, like. Uh, I've also Buddy, never had an interesting Buddy match. Murphy. Was, <laughs> Buddy Murphy. He was in the storyline with Daniel Bryan and Roman and Rowan. You know the the Who Killed Roman Reigns storyline. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? Yeah, that was a thing. Yeah, which which I understand the storyline sucked, but he's in there with two Hall of Famers and Rowan. You know. Future Hall like, of Famers. Yeah, future Hall of Famers and Rowan. I mean, without a doubt. And then uh, you we know, all agree on that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I just think Buddy Murphy is an interesting one. But my actual pick is Andrade. And I say, I say this as someone who comes off NXT just killing it. I mean, made NXT... His matches in NXT were must-watch at the end there. You know, when he you know he won uh, won the title by the other guy getting hurt. Who tore his uh, knee? Drew. Drew yeah, McIntyre. Drew got hurt again. Thank you. And, uh, you know, so he got Ooh. the title on accident. <laughs> Essentially, it just ran with the opportunity, right? You know, and then I, I don't, and ever since he's come to the main roster, he's had a like his matches with Mysterio were good. Anytime he faces like a lucha or any of that, he kills it. But like they don't let him show it. Like I'd like to see him in Styles or he amend, oh, God, yeah. you know. And they don't, they make him like the cowardly heel. Like he's gonna low blow you and run away. Like and that's I think that's such a waste of him and it looks like they're gonna break him and Zelina up, which is another stupid idea. You know, like why? Then he's really gonna be in a mid card town. And she's she's his mouthpiece too. The fact that she, you know, she adds a lot to the character. She she really does. She's also Alistair Black's mouthpiece. Yeah. Oh my god, that was amazing. Yeah. (laughs) Hot day. That was amazing. There you go, guys. Job. I don't know why you're so depressed. You're like really funny. Thank you. <laughs> you should be a lot happier than you than you are. Because I'm happy, clap along, yip yip fit no. No, don't like that. <laughs> you get the crickets for me. I appreciate. <laughs> Keep singing this like deep, deep cuts. I don't know what you're talking about. It's happy. You don't you don't know that's. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 I didn't know that's what you were saying. Like I already hit you with the. All right, I'm with, done. with the no. Don't like Sorry. that. Yeah, nobody. Yeah, nobody wants that. Yeah. All right, Dan. What do we got? What was it 2016? <laughs> well, uh, 2016. Uh, Will is going with Alistair Black. Jason is going with Andrade. Andrade. I went Otis. With Ky- I went with Kyrie Sane. So we got to go to the fan vote here, and I told you it was very close. In third place. 
with 22%. Otis as a write-in candidate. Kyrie Singh. Hey. In second place with 25%, Sammy Guevara. Ooh. And in first place, and therefore our winner with 27%. This hurts. Buddy Murphy. Oh! Oh, I love it. You need to calm down. Buddy Murphy, I think, cut the promo of the year when he told Calm down. Yeah, he told Alistair to calm down four times. And if you don't calm down, I'll make you calm calm down. down. Did you say guys on Reddit were attacking you over that? Yeah, I said... Probably the same people that are voted for this. It was (laughs) 50-50. I said, uh, I, I... Kind of ingest said that it was promo of the year and a lot about what's wrong with that. Half the people said, I didn't think it was that bad. What do you want from him? <laughs> and then a lot of other people said, Well, that's just you know, shitty writing. You didn't know I had so many, so many accounts yeah, on Reddit, burn, did you? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm like, like, Man, Buddy Murphy's great. I'm like, Listen, I like getting on Reddit, it's like kind of a new thing for me because I'm so old. <laughs> Like, I'm I'm late to the Reddit party here. You got your karma? Did I don't like your karma. I can't do Reddit. But, but sometimes, man, I'm like, you guys are just dumb. <laughs> like, what's wrong? You're stupid. Like, you're morons. Yeah. Like, what's wrong with you? I know, and I know I'm like, like I said, I'm probably the oldest guy on on, on that Reddit. chat at that. At you have that to put point. your glasses on to look at the Reddit yeah. Chat. Like, <laughs> just just pull them down, just like over the top of my nose. Mm. My readers, my <laughs> cheaters. Oh, that you put my cheaters on. But according to the fans, you selected Buddy Murphy as your underrated wrestler of the year. I love it, and uh, I can't hate on it. I can't nope. hate on it. So I'll the, take it all day. The horny for underrated wrestler of the year goes to Mr. Buddy Murphy. Buddy Let's go to Murphy. event of the year. We're getting to the, the big awards here now. The nitty gritty. Yeah. The tig old biddies. Ooh. Uh, event of the year. I'm going to list a few of these off here. Uh, I was at a couple of these. NXT TakeOver War Games and Rumble WrestleMania 30. I noticed we don't, can't hide money. Hashtag, yeah. uh, hashtag bless. Apparently my invitations get lost in the mail. I uh, get that Dave Chappelle gif well, of the crown with the holding the money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I think I invited you. You probably just didn't. You still re- got to send me uh, where you're sitting for WrestleMania. You probably just didn't respond. So what, about, uh, what about Ring of Honor, guys? You were probably uh, fixing your life and didn't respond for Honor. four days. Sorry, guys. I'm fixing What's my that life. that gift you sent me back for that? That guy putting duct tape over yeah, a crack? Yeah, just <laughs> big crack in the basement yeah. wall. He put one piece of duct tape over it. Uh, all the NXT takeovers are, are great. I think most of the stuff that AEW has put out has been awesome. Wrestle Kingdom is on the list. Always like an eight-hour show, but always got a lot of good stuff on it. I'm curious to, to see how this Wrestle Kingdom is going to be. This is going to be the first... Post post elite yeah. uh Russell Kingdom and it's gonna be a two dayer. Yeah. And this could be a good test run for Mania because they've they're not serious talks, but there's been the idea thrown out there, maybe we should make Mania two days. It's already two days. <laughs> Feels it? like it. It literally did go past. Guys, I can't watch wrestling for, for forty eight hours. Uh, yeah, because literally the pre show starts at three. And then uh, it ends about eleven, time, yeah, eleven Central Time, yeah. It's a long. It know, ended, yeah. We we it was after I drink midnight. I a lot of beer on those days. <laughs> Quite on those days. Quite. <laughs> you mean Sundays? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, Sundays is when he drinks the most. Sunday, uh, fun day. Yeah. Uh, so for me, <coughs> the the one that really stood out, maybe it was. Uh, 
because of the matches. Maybe it was because of the surprises. Slammiversary. It was. Uh, Slammiversary was good. Yeah. Slammiversary was very good. But the one that stood out for me was AEW uh, Double or Nothing. That's what. That's my pick. Also. That was the. That was the big one for me. Uh, we got. It kind of laid the groundwork for what what was going to happen with uh, where we knew where we were going with our. Uh, first champion. Mm-hmm. We knew uh, that John Moxley was going to be in the mix. There was uh, just uh, top to bottom, uh, not a bad match on the card, and it was. It felt like, and that was the first AEW, first fully branded AEW pay per view, right? It felt like we were watching something special. Yeah. And it felt like we were watching history being made, and it Every, felt like a big deal. Everything was hit out of the park. With everything they did, then I believe that was late May, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Right, it was Memorial Day. Yeah, it was Memorial on my Day. birthday. Yeah. yeah, it was on your birthday. That was the night we were supposed to get pizza, and it just never did. It just never came. <laughs> was that that night? Uh, I, I don't know. I'm just kidding. I'm no, just kidding. that was a different yeah. night. <laughs> uh, but no, it just felt like, like you said, it felt no matter what it was, every match felt special, every moment and uh it set up the you know almost impossible um bar for mm-hmm. the actual weekly tv show mm-hmm. which still isn't that bad and everyone's talking about like how awful it is and it's like okay we're 14 yeah, episodes i don't in. get that either you know 14 episodes mm-hmm. but and, and me, they haven't had a bad show yet. no no it's like but, yeah, yeah. but it's like the chicken, chicken the, little the sky is falling just because like, one of the minions from the dark order can't throw punches yeah. like all of a sudden it's yeah. the end of the world yeah. like guys like guys these indie workers just don't deserve to yeah. be on uh cable tv but oh, yeah. well, like, I mean, well, that's like, not wrong like, yeah. Yeah. i think yeah. i think i said i think i said that yesterday you did say that but not not all orange cassidy's a star okay guys i said that about a few of them just saying double or nothing for me man WrestleMania always going to be in the in the discussion. I think Full Gear had some moments, particularly with that uh, the unsanctioned match, the Lights Out match mm-hmm. at, at the end. Uh, Slammiversary was probably the best card that Impact put on this year. Oh, yeah. But AEW double or nothing for me and for Jason. What do you think, Will? Uh, so my runner-up was going to be uh, NXT Takeover War Games. Um, I thought. NXT- oh, did I tell you I was there? Yeah, no, I think so. Um, cool. Humble brag. Yeah. Hashtag humble sitting brag. Sitting next to uh, Dougie Wrestling. Yeah, yeah. and your brother. Uh, yeah, because we were sitting up high and uh, Doug uh, snuck us down Ooh. Uh, to the lower level because he's got, he, uh, he's got, uh, he's got that he, knows, uh, he knows friends in uh, low places, low places mm. like Garth Brooks. That's a good song. Um, but NXT TakeOver War Games, I thought was, I mean, the War Games matches are always great, and this is the first time you ever got to see the women have one. Mm-hmm. Um, although I thought the men's one was significantly better. Um, oh, it sounds like Dougie Wrestling joining the show. No, man. just because I didn't like the whole, I didn't like the way that the women's one was booked with two people going up against five and still coming out on top. That was I don't, weird. I'm like, that was kind of weird. Very weird. Um, and then you had some good filler matches in between. Um, and then, of course, you have Adam Cole literally wrestling for 10 years um, and then taking a hellish bump off the top. Mm-hmm. Like, kudos to him. Uh, but actually, I'm going to agree with you guys. It's AEW, double or nothing. It's a clean sweep at this um, table. Clean sweep. That never happens. And a clean, clean sweep all around, including the listeners. Wah, 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 wah. 78% overwhelming said that AEW, double or nothing. Did Slammiversary have a vote? 
Just curious. Uh, I don't know. I have to look that up. <laughs> We're going to go ahead Our and Our intern will look that up. Uh, uh, look but up. no, Double or Nothing, I think, like, we all watched it together, and yeah. like you guys said, that it was... A big de- it was a big, big, it, big deal. It felt good. Yeah. Um, and it felt like it was going to be something huge, and, um, like, it was... That was that was when, you know, Cody and Dustin had their match, mm-hmm. and, like, that was... You know, a hellscape, and then you got the debut of John Moxley at the end. You got the, you know, the AEW champion for the first time. Like you had so many things, it ticked so many boxes. So I just think it was pretty much going to always be a clean sweep. For yeah, me. I'm pulling up the the card right now because the uh, we had we had the uh, Casino Battle Royale that uh, Adam Page won. We had Kip Sabian defeating Sammy Guevara. Those were both on the pre-show. The match started, or the card officially started with uh, SoCal Uncensored defeating Stronghearts, which was uh, John Cena, T-Hawk, and... John uh, Cena? Yeah, yeah. And, El Lin- and Jim Lindemann, who's a former right fielder for the St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, Britt Baker beat Nyla Rose, Kylie Ray. Remember Kylie Ray and uh, AEW? Yeah. And yeah. Awesome Kong. And, and I thought that was really good. And a match. Fatal Four Way match. Uh, the Best Friends defeated Angelico and Jack Evans. And that was great. Uh, yeah. Hikaru Shida, Rio. That was, I guess, the first time we saw Rio. Uh-huh. And uh, Rio Mizunami defeated Aja Kong, Emi Sakura, and Yuka Sakazaki. Mm. Yep. Those were uh, names. Just yeah. Kidding. I believe kidding, so. Kidding. I think so. Uh, Cody defeated Dustin. The Young Bucks defeated the Lucha Bros for the AAA tag titles. That was that ladder match. Yeah. Oh, that no, was the, the ladder. ladder match. Was at All Out. Was it? Yeah. Are oh, you sure? Yeah. yeah. Wikipedia never lies. Hmm. Yeah. That was because wasn't there a Canadian destroyer off of the top of a ladder through a table? Uh, the ladder match was definitely at All Out. Huh. Dang. Yeah. Uh, Chris dang. Jericho defeated Kenny Omega in that setup. Chris Jericho and. Hangman for the title down the line. So, awesome card. Uh, the start of a, a new era. Hopefully a long and successful era for AEW. Let's go to our last four awards, gentlemen. Tag Team of the Year. And I made sure to put some uh, people with some impact shine on the on the list for oh, you there. Thanks, buddy. Mr. Calcibetto. Uh Will, what do you think of Tag Teams? Who do you think of? I, I see a noticeable lack of heavy machinery. Oh, because they, they're terrible. <laughs> That's not true, Dan. That's well, not true okay, at all. Okay, okay. Why the fuck let's, you lie? No, 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 let's, stop, let's stop. Tell me what's, tell me what's so great about it. What am I missing? Uh-oh. About heavy machinery? Because yeah. I get the gun ready. They're great entertainers. They can wrestle. Uh, can they, can, they? They like ham. Can they? They Russell? do like ham. They do what, like what, ham. What about them? Mandy Rose makes, is interested in what about Otis. Why aren't you good what, wrestlers? What makes them not good enough for you, but it's good enough for Mandy Rose? Because they're 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 jokes. That's not true. They're comedy. They're, they're entertaining. They're comedy. No. Now, if Dan, not. if you were to pick a an old timey uh, wrestling tag team that you like, hell yeah, when um, you would compare them to. Uh-huh. Uh, which one would it be? Bushwhackers. There you go. Yeah, the Bushwhackers were terrible. All the famers. Famers. Yeah. Yeah. So you're saying that Heavy Machinery you is... Licked a uh, lot of children. Future... <laughs> I forgot all about uh, that. Yeah. Oh, Dude, I'm just here for the wrestling, man. Okay? There's. You can't tell me that these guys... You, you keep saying entertaining, but you don't tell me what about them is entertaining. 
He said the ham. Yeah, ham. ham. He did say the good ham. The dancing. The worm. You can you say you say Bre- good wrestlers. No. Hey, don't tell me. We're gonna say some things for you. I want you to see if you laugh. Okay. okay. Go ahead, Tit. Hey, Tucky. Pretty lady. Pretty. Yeah. Pretty lady. What if I danced? Ooh. For you. Take your shirt off first. Okay. <laughs> Otis got a better body than I got. Don't sell yourself short, my friend. <laughs> Dude, just, it, it's they, they're a joke. They are a joke. How is what they do any different than what the New Day does? New Day can wrestle. I ever seen <laughs> one of them. The, that's not the so can. All right. No, they can't. Right. No, they can't. I think I like heavy machinery. Well, what do you think about heavy machinery? We all every, laugh every today, single Adam. member of the New Day is, team of the year, guys. Every uh, single yeah. member of the New Day. Every single member of the New Day is hyper athletic. That just because Doug doesn't like heavy machinery either, dude. I'm. I don't get it. Yeah, but it. he also likes Natalia. So that's true. He likes Natalia. all women wrestling, yeah. especially Natalia. Yeah. Uh-huh. I don't. I don't get it. I don't. I don't get what they're. They're just. They're. They're like. Look at. Laugh at him because he's fat. And I don't. That's not a reason for them to be funny. Now, what if you were to give him a ham? See, that's another thing. Laugh at him. Oh, he's he like he's eating. He's eating it off the floor because he's fat. It did no, look like a good ham. That's not funny. Looks like a good ham. Like making fun of some. That's not funny. You know Vince told him to take your shirt off. Why are you wrestling in that singlet? Take your shirt off. Give that guy a hand. Yeah, and dance. And gyro- he dances and he, and, he, and he does the one. Does some belly offense. Dance. All his offense is belly related. I, I told you he had a clothesline tonight. He did not. He hit him with his belly. He's got short arms. <laughs> no, that's not short arms. His belly got in the way. <laughs> I have short arms. They're, I have T-Rex arms. They're it's not. Tough. They're not good. Guys, you they're know, we're getting off topic here. <laughs> Let's talk about tag teams of the year. I'm just tired of it. I'm tired of it. Dude, look. Heavy Machinery. Nobody can tell me why. Heavy Machinery is not in here. It's fine. You said entertaining, but you can't tell me what is entertaining. Are they funny? Yeah. Are they? What's funny about it? All of it. When when he slaps his belly, that's funny? Yeah, that's pretty great. That's not funny. It's like the ultimate warrior beating his chest. That's not funny either. It's not supposed to be funny. Except he's not racist. That we know of. Oh, my God. He just likes... Cured pork products. They're good wrestlers. What? What? Their move set. Did you see him do the they're, caterpillar? They're selling ability because yeah, that's all not, pretty good. No, no, they he does. Sell. He doesn't sell shit. They sell everything. He, you they hit him. You hit him, and he starts. He starts dancing. <laughs> that's only when there's ham involved. That it's, gives them the power. That is true. Any other time they get oh beat up. God. They went through tables tonight. Oh god. Got some Legos out. I hate you guys. <laughs> Ducky. <laughs> I hate you guys so. My friends are the worst. <laughs> Your wife's smirking. She's like, God. My friends are the worst. Like I have, I have, I don't have very I've, many friends. I've left my I opinion have, out stop. of this. I have left my opinion out of this whole thing. I have not said if I like them or not. You better, you better keep your opinions to yourself. I'm keeping my opinion to myself. Who's your tag team of the year? Uh, so <laughs> it was, it was hard to decide uh, on this one, honestly. <laughs> So I'm gonna do a couple runner-ups really quick. We don't have time for this. We're no, going sorry. on three. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'll just do a do. I'll, I'll do fine. one runner-up, and then we'll do, and I'll do my uh, tag team of the year. I'm just kidding. Um, the North. No. Do you even know who no. the North is? Uh, just curious. Yeah, they're an Impact tag team. Yeah, that'll work. The tag um, team champions. You've seen one of them live. Yeah. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> All ego, Ethan Page. You've seen oh him. yeah, I know him. Yeah. yeah. Um. Ah, that's a hard decision. 
can you come back to me? Yeah, yeah. Jason, who's right. the tag team of the year besides Heavy Machinery? <laughs> hey, Dan Harry! Dan's got, he's, he's ready. <laughs> Jason? I'm, I'm working on it. I wasn't ready for this one. Right, My going, answer was Heavy Machinery. Back to but, Dan. We're going back to Dan. No. Somebody's got to go. I'm ready if you... Go ahead, Dan. Break the uh, ice here. Mine is SCU. I like that. I was going to say that as a breakout. Yeah. It's, and, and, but it's and not I, a breakout. And I think that's... Oh, I know. Yeah. I think it, for me it kind of was because they got set, they were set up as kind of... I thought they were going to kind of be the jobbers mm-hmm. in, in AEW. Scorpio Kai. Skies coming out parties. Right. And then all of a sudden they have become the hot... Thing in AEW, and they're beating everybody. Yeah, and just beat the Bucks on on Dynamite this past clean in yeah. the middle of the ring. They're they're beating everybody, and they're doing it with authority. And it looks like we might even have Chris Daniels going off and doing something with like Pentagon, mm-hmm. while Scorpio and Frankie are are holding the, the tag belt. So everybody's doing something meaningful, and. Most of them are doing it in the twilight of their careers, with the exception of Scorpio Sky, who's still got a lot of tread mm-hmm. left on the tires. But the other two guys have been in the game for so long that they're doing this. They're having this great run at this point in their career. There's a there's a couple of names that I think were worth mentioning. You could always put the Young Bucks up there as talk for Tag Team of the Year. I think they lost a little bit of steam because they had some time of the year where they just weren't wrestling at all when AEW was was kind of getting together after the start of the year and then they haven't had a lot of success since AEW has been on television I think the last go go ahead no No, I was gonna say the last I think I've been a part of this at least twice besides this and the young books always clean sweep this so I think that's where this is coming in to be a little I don't want to say sketchy but I mean, it's it's a little harder to, and you know what? Another problem with this tag team of the year is, is with AEW, you now have four or five of these in one league. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Which is a lot different than when we would see like Santana and Ortiz would just, you know, run rough shot through Impact. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that that way they're over top. You know, so I think it's a little different this year. But uh, I mean, to me, like what you said, SCU stood out mostly on this. Um. You know, I do think the the, the Warriors uh, saved probably Asuka and Kyrie Singh's mm-hmm. career mm-hmm. right now with them go both turning heel. Mm-hmm. Um, save, then, those, save those tag belts. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, of course undisputed era. Mm-hmm. I mean, what do you you don't even have to say anything undisputed about that. era? Have, have they been tag champs for, for a very long like, time? Yeah, whole, were they tag champs for like the whole 2019? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I think I just saw something the other day um, that WWE posted that the uh, Undisputed Era won the tag belts over a year ago. Wow! Like just like two or three days ago, or whatever the case was yeah, on def- NXT Takeover. And, you know, as long as they can stay healthy, you know, that's that's the one. Yeah, thing but that, and that was the thing too because it was uh, Roderick Strong and um, Kyle O'Reilly mm-hmm. that won the original tag belts, and then Bobby Fish came back into the yeah. picture, and then you can literally just. Swap any match, of those guys yeah. up, and it's fine. There was even that one. I, I believe it was the the night that Adam Cole won the North American title. Didn't he also wrestle in the tag match like earlier? That I think night? so. <laughs> so it's like little like Freebird Heaven. You can yep. you can mix and match. So I I don't think you can go wrong with with any of those. 
Uh, Lucha Bros always going to be in consideration. Yeah. Always going to Lucha rules. <laughs> yeah, they don't have to tag. That's out. not true. No, they don't. <laughs> yeah, apparently Chris Jericho had a backstage meeting where they say, "No, it's Lucha Libre, brother. We don't have." You don't have to. He goes, "No, no, I wrestled in Mexico for years, and we had to tag." Phoenix here. <laughs> hey guys, Phoenix. Uh, my my brother uh, may have misspoken. Yeah. When, when he said that, uh, what he meant to say is that we don't want to follow those rules. It's easier to just come in at the ring whenever we want. But, and also, too, it's, and like Jason did say, there's, you know, three of these tag teams are in the same, you know, in the same brand right now. Because Lucha Brothers, if they're just in triple, or triple A, triple A, triple A, um, could be the number one tag, or could be the tag team yeah. of the year. Um Santana and Ortiz. I'm like, I think they've kind of had a lackluster debut on AEW so far. Um, but Dan can tell you what's missing. He's had it pegged from the start. K Dog, baby. Yeah. But um, <laughs> serious is a late period. You know, they were a significant tag team in, in Impact Wrestling. Um, even I Thanks, know that. Um, that hurt, didn't it? But <laughs> but I will go back to my tag team of the year, and was this three years straight? It's the Young Bucks. They literally built AEW's tag team division from the ground up. This is their tag team division, even though they are not the prominent number one tag team in that division right now, but they're they're consistently always on television. They're always out performing. And some of them are even doing, like now they're even try, starting to do singles competition. Mm -hmm. Like you saw Nick Jackson, was it Nick, Jack, Nick Jackson versus Phoenix? Mm -hmm. And that was great. Mm -hmm. Um while Matt Jackson was out. I'd like to out. see more of that, too. I would, yeah. too. If they do, like, a secondary title, like a TV title or something yeah. like that, I would be intrigued to see, like, the Lucha Bros in singles action. I would even be intrigued to see the, the Bucks in singles action from time to time. But I think one of the things that makes me so intrigued to, to give the Young Bucks my tag team of the year is that anytime AEW Dynamite's coming up and they're like, the Young Bucks are, are wrestling tonight, I'm like, I'm all in. Like I want to watch it. You like I, the flippy dippies. I like the super flippy dippies. I like the super kicks. Like I sometimes I don't really like when they do like their joke matches and stuff like that. That's eh, what it is. But but you know if you put them in a ring against any single tag team that's in that division, it's probably gonna be a great match. What about like them against me and Jason? But you guys would probably have at least like a two star match. Probably have a hell of a match. Yeah, I think so. Jason could do the caterpillar. I'm not doing jobs. Dan though. can Dan could just like sit I back could, in like the you corner. better super kick me for real because yeah. I'm not I'm not going I'm not taking the three seconds. No and then I'll I'll that. be your manager on the outside. I'll throw the the, the yeah the, baby towel in like right away. <laughs> Give me a yeah. air horn. Yeah, if you had a, a mega megaphone, maybe like an airbrush jacket. That'd be great. But but literally, you already kind of got the hair and the beard. I know. So literally, the only reason, Sunglasses. like the biggest reason I'm giving, like I, I think they're the tag team of the year is because they took they took a a company and they probably like we need you to build this tag team division and they literally went out and found some of the it's it's the best tag team division in all of professional wrestling. So Jason, you're going with SCU. Uh, yeah. I'm yeah, going with SCU, SCU as well. The listeners, sixty percent said the Undisputed Era. Nice. Was huh. their tag team I mean, and I get that. Yeah, that's a good one too. I don't, I don't think any any pick, especially on this list, except for maybe the New Day, which is a little played out because Kofi was the champion. They're they're for one so of those long. teams that are like they always can always be in consideration. You know, just it's because like of, the Usos if they're not fighting cops. Yeah. Like they're if always we were doing. Top. Tag Remember teams the that Usos? got the most offense in against police officers. Yeah. 
they probably would have been up there, probably with the Briscoes. I bet the Briscoes fight cops a yeah, lot. Yeah, probably <laughs> in a small town, small southern town or something. But, uh, yeah. All right, so that means SCU is our tag team of the year. Will booze whenever it's not his boo. <laughs> Welcome to being friends as well. Yeah. Whenever he doesn't get his way, he boos. I boo consistently. So SCU will be sending you your horny via <laughs> FedEx. Uh, and this got, is the worst town we, you've ever been this in. It might be. Might, it's well, definitely the most unsafe town. It's de- <laughs> St. Louis definitely number one in un- in uh, not being safe. I believe we're top two in STDs. We're yeah. pretty sure we're number one. In STDs? Uh-huh. Oh, well, we did it. Yeah. Number Good job, one guys. Loop Jason's uh Jason's gonorrhea last week put it over, put us over the edge. <laughs> I took care of it. <laughs> Dating's, dating again is a bitch. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want. I wouldn't want to be dating in 2019. It's too easy to. It's too easy to have access to stuff, and by virtue get access to other stuff, on your genitals. Always use protection, kids. Yeah, no, but we got three awards left. Uh, we're gonna save. Uh, let's go to match of the year next. There you go. Let's go to match of the year. For me, there was a lot of great matches this year. There's one that I'm not gonna bury the lead here uh, I told you that the match that I think was my favorite moment of the year was Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston at mm-hmm. Wrestlemania that was my favorite match on Mania on the card as a whole I thought there was a couple of Adam Cole Johnny Gargano matches here that one of them I think got thrown together by accident it was supposed to be a, one of them was supposed to be a triple threat and I think uh, Ciampa was- got Hurt, yeah. So it became for the for the vacant title, and all of a sudden they found out that these two guys have the greatest chemistry in the history of wrestling. Oh yeah. You know, outside of Kenny Omega. I believe and that Okada. was the match where uh, what Johnny Gargano did like a backflip off of the or who, someone, didn't he do a backflip off it? He got super kicked in the face <laughs> by Adam Cole. <laughs> yeah, we had oh, the two out of three falls one at uh, Takeover New York, and then we had uh, the. One-on-one match at TakeOver Toronto. But my match of the year, Cody versus Dustin at AEW Double or Nothing. And if you would have told me a year before that happened that Cody versus Dustin Rhodes would even make the list, would even be in consideration for match of the year, I would have laughed in your face. But it was all about the story leading up to it. It was not as technically insane as... Uh, you know, Osprey and Okada, or you know, Kenny Omega and Moxley at full gear. You know, going through uh, barbed wire bedding, or you know, uh, uh, the barbed wire nets. Yeah, the whatever, whatever the bar- barbed wire spider web or whatever it was. But the story that they told leading up to it, and the story that they told during the match, and there was too much blood. But man, the blood really enhanced the yeah. match too. Yeah, and then the the way the match. Ended too afterwards with the embrace after and I setting need my them brother, up, yeah, man. setting them up as yeah, <laughs> got dusty in Will's house. He hadn't dusted in you know, I was like, why'd you get all these cats from? Yeah, I was allergic to yeah. <laughs> I never had a problem, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I never had any problems any other times yeah. I came over here. Must have extra dander in here. That's probably when I was doing some heavy cleaning, yeah, it might have been. Yeah. It was very, it was, it only it happens was that was back in May. That was back in May. There was a lot of there's pop in the air there's a lot of pollen yeah. in the air yep. springtime it was it was may mm, so yeah it's beautiful out yeah the, the what weather was changing we were yeah. probably having some allergy issues it was a little it's accurate yeah 
That's why we were crying. Mm -hmm. uh, so me, Cody versus Dustin, hands down, my match of the year. That is also my match of the year, and I don't have anything to add because I think you played it oh, pretty thanks, well. Man. Played that pretty well. I just think it was a, a very special moment, mm -hmm. very special match. On a very that, special night. And that you don't see in 2019 anymore. And, and, and yeah, it was it on was my birthday. birthday. That <laughs> added, we were probably already a little emotional from that. And yeah. drunk. Nah, well, I was. I probably um, was. I probably was, too. But <laughs> Anytime we go to Will's house. So, so I really wanted to give it to Kenny Omega and John Moxley. I really, really wanted to. Because it's the match that, honestly, out of all these matches, it's the one that is stuck the, in my mind. Had the a lot most. of crazy shit in it. A lot of crazy shit. It was, I thought it was very entertaining. I mean, mm -hmm. for a hardcore match, for one guy who literally is not a hardcore wrestler, and for another guy who could do either one, um, I thought it had a good storyline leading up to it with John, you know, wanting to hurt Kenny Omega, putting his sights on Kenny Omega, um, and then still maintaining his baby face routines and whatnot because he was kind of a tweener at that mm -hmm. in that moment. And then the match becoming unsanctioned yep. because... When we turn off the lights, yeah, yeah. Tony, yeah, Tony Khan, you know, becoming a character yeah. backstage. Yeah, but then and then literally the fallout from from that match where people were like, oh, it was too violent. Mm -hmm. It was literally, and then the lot, the, lot of opinions. The on Baltimore it. or the Maryland uh, <laughs> Sports Athletic Commission, commission yeah. um, and then like, your boy Meltzer saying it's not my cup of tea. I didn't really like it, but it was good. Yeah, four, but he said four it was and good. three quarter yeah. stars. <laughs> but uh, no, I also agree with you guys. Uh, Cody versus Dustin um, is my match. Something, uh, something that's not on the list that I, I you guys should seek out. <clears throat> anyone listening is uh, Omega versus Ray Phoenix in AAA oh. for the title. Okay, yeah, down there just a singles mm -hmm. championship match went went about thirty minutes. It was incredible. One of the better matches I've seen this year. I honestly, and it was on Telemundo. Telemundo. I honestly thought you were gonna say Brian Cage against Michael Elgin. I mean, that too. That's incredible. That was that was, that was uh, way way better than it should have been. <laughs> let, that's all I'll say. Way better yeah. than I thought it was gonna yeah. be. Yeah, you know. But it looks like uh, Cody versus Dustin is. Is the that winner. why you gave me the O surprise face? You're like, oh, yeah, yeah oh, I didn't say anything. <laughs> or something stupid about uh, heavy machinery. Hey, yeah. Danny. Hey, ducky, ducky. Uh, match of the year for the fans. Fifty-seven percent picked the Johnny uh, Gargano versus yeah. Adam Cole. Two out of a bunch of marks, <laughs> bro. Two out of three falls match from Takeover New York. Really, that one? Mm -hmm. That's because they don't know what good. That was, was the one where the over the Toronto one. One fall was the regular match. One fall was. The and then the, the, the cage match at the end with all the weapons. Yes, I thought the Toronto match was a lot better. That was that was one of my other runner-ups. And that's weird because normally you agree with the with the listeners or the viewers, as you well. Call you know, it. I've also said that these viewers are some of the you know most you know well you know groomed. well well studied, <laughs> well groomed, um, not not fickle at all. Um, people, but Clean. I mean, yeah, they're entitled to their own. Not with opinions. STDs. It's fine. Although if you have one, it's not a big deal. If, you, if you're in St. Louis, you probably most do. of them are treatable. Mm -hmm. Ask yeah. Jason; he can tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's all treatable. Uh, female wrestler of the year. This uh, there's a lot of names on this list that I think have uh, you can make an argument for. I think it's going to be interesting to see what we what we pick here, and and, and you might be uh, in, you might be surprised with what the fans picked as well. 
Jason, taking a look at the list of, uh, if you can get off Twitter for a second, that'd be great. Uh, I was an intern looking something taking a, taking a look at Female Wrestlers of the Year. Anybody missing from that list or anybody on that list that uh, you had a hard time picking between? Uh, well, I mean, you guys will just call me a homer, but uh, Taya Valkyrie, who's been the Impact World Champion for a literally year now, has the longest reigning champion ever. Did you know that, Will? Oh! There you go. <laughs> I know who Taya Valkyrie is. Yeah, I'm just throwing it out there. Anytime you're a champion for a full year and break a record, you deserve it. Matt Taven was a champ for a long time. She hasn't made much of an impact on me. Oh. Hmm. Strong jawline, though. Taya Valkyrie? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And Tessa. Both of them. Well, Tessa's been fighting dudes for like the whole year, so I don't know. Does that matter? No. Yeah, okay. She's still female, right? Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I love Tessa. (laughs) Of course. (laughs) You know. She's great. She's yeah, amazing. EO. EO is obviously EO is probably my WWE female wrestler of the year. EO is great and very May, might be. You know, some people could argue that EO is the best women's wrestler on the yeah, planet, and I be. wouldn't. And I and I wouldn't disagree. No. Some people could say the same thing about Tessa, and I wouldn't disagree. No. Not so, at all. So who's your pick then? Uh. <laughs> Having said that, I go with Becky Lynch. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, I. Uh, I will say Tessa Blanchard, simply. She's kind of surprised you didn't go with Ronda Rousey. No, I mean she hasn't <laughs> been on TV in six months. Uh, my wife would. Dis- <laughs> my wife does not like Ronda. Who? <laughs> Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Who? <laughs> uh, she's married to that uh, Travis Brown guy. Yeah, he doing a beater. Who? Will found his favorite new drop. Yeah. yeah. We switch. It's not prime. It's not. We haven't used the prime rib one in a while, yeah, like God. today, because we haven't been yeah. talking about anything good. Mm, that's true. Shows with the shits. <laughs> Let's talk about raw for a second, guys. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I, I'm going to go with just Tessa. I think she's, you know, 25 days away from being the first women's world champion, ever. First woman to hold a world. Ever? Uh, yeah. 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 The, yeah. the oh. actual impact. Oh, the actual league. impact yeah. world champion title. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and also very young, like 24 or something yeah, like that. 24, 25. Nothing but upside. Mm-hmm. Already one of the probably easily top five women in the world. I'd say, you I know, mean, top, top three. three. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I just, so what, what, what she can do right now as far as athleticism, as far as telling a story in the ring. Intensity. As, yes, yeah, ex- no. exactly. Just, uh, believability. Some of the stuff like her going up against Brian Cage, you really have to suspend your disbelief yeah. a little bit. But well, he's a machine. He is yeah. a machine. Like yeah. it's like fighting a robot. Like yeah. how, how are you going to be a robot? Now, what if you were to put like seen Terminator? What if you put yeah, like really crappy puts on. like robot Stop it. costume on him with yeah, some kids metal at, claws? Yeah, the kids at the local elementary school made that with uh, some aluminum. Here, foil. Brian, put this on. Some hot glue and aluminum foil and some uh, kid. This looks pipe like shit. Yeah. Yeah. I'll wear it. I'll wear it. Can you make some claws? Yeah, I got some pipe cleaners I can put there. <laughs> oh, that would have been sweet. Remember pipe cleaners? I used to I used to make those Wolverine claws because I have no creative ability. Neither does Brian Cage. Yeah. <laughs> so Tessa Blanchard for you, Jason. Um, yeah. Nobody's mentioned Becky Lynch, the person that WWE tells us is the man. Yeah. The, she won the main. She won the Royal Rumble. I think she her, won the main event at WrestleMania, and she's been the champ ever since. Will 
Well, Dan, give me the reins here for a second, okay? okay. The Roman uh, reigns. My, my female wrestler of the year is Becky Lynch. Okay. Hands go. down. Um, I don't think anybody else on this list stacks up to her. I mean, whatever bias that we have right now, of, of like what we think about her at this point in time, um, the entire year has been basically entrenched around Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. Um, she was literally the most intriguing female wrestling person, or intriguing female wrestler um, in WWE or in, in a lot of different brands um, for the for the course of like what four months, five mm-hmm. months before she even won the belt. Mm-hmm. Um, she was the most interesting thing to at tune the end in. of 2018. Yep. Exactly. So she was the most intriguing thing to tune in and see what she was going to do. Like she had her own like Stone Cold Steve Austin basically kind of vibe going. She took herself from being the most overrated female wrestler. I would think because she, when she came up to WWE, she was hit and miss for a while. She wore she was, steampunk stuff. That's she cool. did. That was kind of cool. cool. Um, <laughs> but then she uh, faded away for a while, and then she was hurt. And but then she came back, and I think ever since she's come back, like no one's been able to touch her. Um, and then of Except course, for Seth. that's true. <laughs> How about that, that jerk. See, that's probably um, why she's not the wrestler of the year. Is that like six months or, or no? Those because six weeks even if you even Seth. if you take that out, because then you go into the Royal Rumble and she wrestles twice that night and then she wins the Royal yeah. Rumble. Yeah, that was my um, moment of the year. And then you go into WrestleMania, and yes, it was a botched finish, and it mm-hmm. probably wasn't the best finish. Like she should have tapped out Ronda Rousey mm-hmm. or pinned her, like clean. Mm-hmm. Um, you have that, and then she. She had a very stagnant like couple months during the summer, but she's still the champ. She's still the the women's the, the champ champ. She's not the champ champ. champ Becky two belts. She was Becky two belts for a while yeah, too. A lot she of was the people first came here to pand it to the crowd. She tonight. was the first person to ever hold both the SmackDown and the Raw Women's Championship at the same time. That's pretty good. Um, she and she still is the top star, and and I would say she's the top star over like pretty it. much the majority of the male wrestlers in wwe no doubt she still gets Um, a huge pop she still gets a huge pop like people still react very Mm. well to her she's the face of the company like i don't think anybody i like you i like everything you said yeah i like you you got a good face you got change my you got some moxie (laughs) john moxley Moxley? no john moxie oh john moxie (laughs) Uh, I think Charlotte is always worth mentioning. She's gonna, she's gonna be like her dad. She's she had gonna, the title like three times. She's, this she's year. gonna be in the conversation. I was about to say, I think she's won it like at least yeah. fourteen I mean, times for like two already. weeks at a time. <laughs> she's, yeah, she's gonna be in the conversation every year until she retires. Yeah. Uh, I think Rhea Ripley, somebody <coughs> who we mentioned as breakout star, somebody who had a, an amazing year. Shayna Baszler had that NXT title pretty much the whole year. EO, I think, is somebody who's woefully underrated, somebody who is going to be probably one of the most over baby faces once she eventually stopped being so sad. Right now, <laughs> sad she's very EO. sad EO. So, so sad. sad. No wonder I like her. Uh, Tessa, I think, I wanted to pick Tessa because of the stuff that she's doing has never been done before. And the stuff that, like you said, that you alluded to, that she's possibly about to do at the upcoming impact pay-per-view has never been done before outside of like sexy star i think had the lucha underground yeah, but she's, she's not shit yeah, yeah when she she's is. not breaking people's arms yeah yeah so i think she might have had the lucha underground belt but she I did but i digress she did who but i gotta go who? thank you i gotta go with becky mainly Ooh, that because hurts. that hurts it yeah. does it does hurt because i wanted to pick tessa but becky 
did it on such a bigger stage. Of like yeah, my, I respect that. My brother, who is my brother Andrew, who has no idea about wrestling, went to the grocery store the other day and sent me a picture of Becky Lynch on a cereal box. Yeah, yep. yeah, she's on uh, a honeycomb. Yeah. And he, Honeycomb's and he's big. Like, and that's yeah, when yeah, me yeah. and my other brother were in Chicago for, for Survivor Series weekend. And it, it's it's she's really crossed over. And yeah. she, you know, on the first SmackDown, she had the moment with The Rock in the ring where they took out, you know, The Rock gave her the rub and they took out Baron Corbin. From winning the Royal Rumble to main eventing WrestleMania, which wouldn't have happened without Ronda. No, right. Without Ronda in the yeah. mix, that wouldn't have been. But winning that match... Carrying that title, being that house show, Jason, you and I went to after it was right after Mania. She was so over. Yeah. That's what. That's the when the place exploded. We we had right. not gotten into the, Becky Tuba. We had not gotten into the Seth, uh, Lacey, Baron thing yet, which brought her back a little bit. And that's why I didn't yeah. want to pick her, but I can't not pick her. Your girl Lacey just almost killed her. Because Becky did have one of the most significant years in women's wrestling history. Yeah, yeah. So no I doubt. gotta pick Becky. Uh, so two votes for Becky, one vote for Tessa, and the fans went, wait, this might shock you a little bit. Uh-oh. 51%. Rhea Ripley. Ooh. Really? Yeah. Maybe a, maybe a little see, like that, what have you done early. for me lately kind yeah. of thing. Huh. Like, yeah. Might still be a lot of the mocks. Still yeah. fresh in everybody's memory. Interesting. So Becky Lynch, by a, a short margin, becomes our female wrestler <laughs> to the year, <laughs> and we will uh, send that to the Seth Rollins household, I assume. Can we send yeah. it to Becky's household instead? They're not. Li- are they living again? I don't know. <laughs> I don't even want to think about that. <laughs> well, we can send it to Seth and put your return address on it and be like, who's this? <laughs> well, I mean, if he hits me with the curb stop... <laughs> I'll just get up. Yeah, it it takes twenty-five of those to put you out. So let's go to our AOP might just show up at your house. You'd be like, ah, (laughs) start saying a a bunch of stuff in Punjab. Like what? I don't get what. I don't understand you. Where is my pizza? Speak loud and slow. (laughs) That is the universal sign to break all language barriers. (laughs) Speak loud and slow, as my mom uh, found out at Disney World one year. Hilarious. Guys, now I will say that this next one. Is probably the hardest one for me to pick. Male Wrestler of the Year. The crowning award here. The final award here on the 2019 Rhino Wrestling Review Golden Horn Awards. Oh no. A marathon show. It's boss time. Uh, Sasha Banks is not up for Male Wrestler of the Year. Or Female Wrestler of the Uh, Year. Let me go ahead. I'm just going to read the list here. Okay. And then we will uh, break off and kind of uh, talk about who we picked for Male Wrestler of the Year. Uh, some of the names that are for your consideration, Daniel Bryan, Adam Cole, Will Ospreay, Chris Jericho, Kofi Kingston, Seth Rollins, Okada, and Brock Lesnar. Anybody glaring missing from that list? Oh. Jason, who you... Who I, I know you're going to say like... I don't Tucky! Know. <laughs> <laughs> Otis! Otis. Say fucking yeah. Bobby Roode, Bobby Roode, because he's being, uh, he's being, he's on the gas. Impact. What's that uh, have to do with Everybody's on impact. Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> oh, this is not our final award, by the way. We have one more award. After this. That's not on my sheet, Dan. Uh, but it's your award. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and we'll talk about that in just a second. It's a special 
bonus award here on the oh, 2019 yes. Ronald Wrestling oh, Review yes. Golden Horn Awards brought to you by our friends at ProWrestling.com. Nobody glaring from that list? No one that's missing? No. No? Okay. I mean, I think you can throw John Moxley on the list, and he okay. doesn't stand out at I, all personally. Yeah, and I... Th- you know? He, worth, you know, had some had some big moments. Yeah. You know, on his way out from WWE, and then also coming into AEW. I think injuries hurt him. I mean, Baron Corbin. Remember when he returned no, that... <laughs> remember when he returned that one time, and he was pretty buff, and then he had a gas mask on for a while? Yeah, it was good. That was cool. He cut a promo next to a burning. year. He cut a promo next to a burning. Man, he sat on like a Pontiac thing. Firebird. That or was cool. <laughs> there was um, a burning trash can yeah. next to him. Yeah, not bad. I, I thought that was cool. That's pretty sweet. Uh, Will, what are you thinking for? What's your thought process for Male Wrestler of the Year in 2019? You said this is going to be the, your toughest decision. It, to me, it comes down to two. To me, it's between three. Okay, okay. who are your three? My three are Daniel Bryan, uh, Chris Jericho, and Adam Cole. All right, so let's break those apart. Daniel Bryan. My two are in there, did, by the way. Did most of it. Who are your two? Uh, Jericho and Cole. Okay, so Daniel Bryan did most of his work this year as an awesome heel. Mm-hmm. Right? He also did he, he returned this he, this year or last year? Last uh, At yeah. last, the WrestleMania it's before not, that with... Uh, that's right. Uh, with Shane McMahon. It's not yeah. a real award, but Daniel Bryan is my wrestler of the decade for, you know, Her. what it's worth. He's, he's he's really done so much. Like Yeah, I mean. He's run the gamut of of gimmicks and heel and babyface, and he's grown so much on the mic. He was and, told he'll never wrestle again, mm-hmm. never gave up. That's yeah. part of the story. Sure. You know. So Daniel Bryan did, you know, some amazing work as the, as the heel and... This year he had the, the eco-friendly championship. Yeah, that's yep. great. Had a long run with that Made belt. Rowan relevant. Mm-hmm. I mean, uh-huh. that's no easy feat. No. I mean. He also had a belt uh, made out of a freshly fallen oak. Yeah. Naturally. Naturally fallen, naturally fallen oak. Yeah. Sorry, naturally. sorry. Naturally, naturally fallen oak. Yeah, nobody it's dropped great. it down. Nope. It's great. It was just there. It was already fell. Um, so some I, rocks on it. So I would say <laughs> Dan O'Brien would be my third runner-up. Um, I think he had a really significant year. Um I thought he did some of his best. I saw he was probably the best heel in, in professional wrestling there for a while. Mm-hmm. I thought he did a really, really good job, um, and he had a very long run with the World Heavyweight Championship. Well, let's talk about uh, speaking of great heels. Let's talk about Chris Jericho, another mm-hmm. guy that you guys have in consideration, the youngest AEW World champion in history i mean that is the history that in itself i know is the feat is a feat that could probably not be matched the lead champion jericho was a guy that on last year's pwi 500 wasn't even eligible because he didn't wrestle enough (laughs) and he wasn't on there this year (laughs) he's he's gonna be on next year's and he's gonna be very very high yeah he wrestles a lot because way more than I expected. He has given a lot of credibility to AEW. He has come in and became became the face of the company essentially. Yeah. And gone out of his way to I, I was kind of worried that he was just gonna kinda come and go, mm-hmm. you know, as he as he pleased and wasn't really going to was going to be invested in the company, but not to the point where he was just going to go out of his way to try to put this company over. And he's really put this company on his back on screen and apparently off screen from what we hear with the backstage meetings and, and taking a leadership role with 
with some of the younger guys. It's Lucha and, Libre, brother. You know, putting his finger in the Lucha Bros. <laughs> chest. Lucha it's not Libre. Lucha Libre. I wrestled Lucha Libre in Mexico for years. We had to tag. And so do you. Okay, brother. Brother, brother, brother. I mean, I, I honestly, Zero I would say, tags. you know, with, without Chris Jericho, there is no AEW. Mm-mm. Um, he he literally there is. Might, honestly, there might not be a TV deal. No, to that to TNT. He's literally he is literally the face of the company, and he he always he re- finds a way to reinvent himself every single year and make himself extremely entertaining to watch. Well, I think it's time that you guys gave him that thank you that he's been asking yeah. for. No, we will <laughs> no. in the form of a golden horn. Yeah, maybe, maybe Okay. So Jason's going with Chris Jericho. Yeah. Well, let's talk. You had Adam Cole on your yeah. short list too. Adam Cole had a pretty amazing year. Oh yeah, no doubt. Uh, I mean, it's not taking anything away from him. Uh, with the the two matches uh, considered for potential matches of the year, he should be dead. I get yeah. He like be. I don't know how else to explain that. He's got Darby Allen jeans. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. He with the two matches against Johnny Gargano, who were both considered for our, our match of the year. From the run that he had. On when NXT started invading Raw and SmackDown, I believe he beat Daniel Bryan and almost beat Seth Rollins before like there was interference yep. or something like went toe, went yeah. toe to toe with with Seth Rollins. Yeah, and then even though he took the loss in the War Games match, took that crazy bump and had a good showing for himself, and then came out the next night and defended. The belt against the bruiser weight. And he also had a ladder series. match that Had week. a ladder match two, uh, three days before uh-huh. War Games Insane. to win the advantage for his team. Insane. Uh, he's he's on another level right now. He's Adam Cole's my pick for rest, male wrestler of the year just because he can't seem to have a bad match. He's out there as the, the leader, the figurehead of, of NXT. He's super over with the crowd. He's the, the leader of the Undisputed Era. He's crossed over to the quote-unquote main roster on Raw and SmackDown and had no, uh, no loss lag. in his game lag at all. At all. Uh, he, he proved that despite what Vince would probably not you know consider an undersized guy, he can go toe-to-toe with anybody on that roster, and he can, go, he can one-up anybody on that roster, too. I think Adam Cole is just getting started in the WWE universe, and I think there's even bigger things to come. I think you could see him main event in a WrestleMania in the next two to three years. Yeah, definitely could. So I have the swing vote right now. Possibly. Oh my the god! Swing because, because it's literally my my top two. Johnny Swinger are the ones that have already been voted for. And then we then we got to go to the the fan votes as well. Oh man! So, hmm. It's between Adam Cole and Chris Jericho for me. It really. What is. if I did this? Adam Cole, baby. Oh, see that. Mm, your that pick. was pretty cool. There's your pick. Uh, but, but the Le Champion. Pop the cork. A little bit of the bubbly. It's Chris Jericho. It's gotta be. Or is it? It's Chris Jericho. So we've got two votes for Chris Jericho, one vote for Adam Cole, which means we go to the fans. Why well, do you even get to well, explain no, why? The uh, the fans are going to pick Adam Cole. Oh, they're, they're the max, bro. Seventy seven percent said Adam Cole. The so, max. So now it's a tie. Yeah. But oh, the tie always goes to the tie. Always goes, goes to, to the, the runner. Fans. 
fans. Fickle so, uh, fans. Well, I will give you a second to sing the praises of Chris, the man who's on your shirt right now. Yep. So we, we've kind of already talked about it. I mean, the man can literally go out and say just anything random and, and it's immediately on a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. He, he, and a best-selling champion. And a, and a best, mm-hmm. yeah. And he, like, he, he goes back to, he has a post-match, um, like little interview thing and he walks back and he picks up a bottle of champagne he's like <laughs> i have a little bit of the bubbly and it's immediately the top selling mm-hmm. t-shirt yep. um he had the same one with uh with i have, I have a ticket, a ticket. Yep. like <laughs> like literally the man is like yeah like i said before like he a catchphrase can, machine he can go yeah. out and he can reinvent himself like time after time after time and he still performs well in the ring and he's one of the best mic workers of all time um and he literally has that company on his back and without AEW like without Adam Cole baby baby um there is still an NXT mm-hmm. without Seth Rollins there's still a WWE probably a better one. Oh no <laughs> I was gonna say well oh man yeah you're looking for a drop to ah, zing me with but man. you don't got one because you know it's true yeah without Chris Girl, you know it's true Without Chris Jericho, there is no AEW, um, and I think that that is what that was. That's what my vote hinged on the most is that if you could take any of those guys out of their specific brand, could that brand still stand on its own? Mm-hmm. And right now, I don't think AEW can stand without Chris Jericho. Now we'll see what happens when he probably loses the belt at their next pay per view. Where he goes from there. Does he disappear for a while? Does he take time off to tour with Fozzie because they got another tour coming up? So he's going to be spending time away. But, but Chris Jericho, he's he's the goat. I respect your opinion, but uh, but according to the fans, your opinion I'm wrong. means jack shit uh. because the fans and I have picked Adam Cole, baby. And when the fans and I are together, you don't stand a chance. Now I've always said that our fans are some of the biggest nicest people mm-hmm. on the planet Earth. why they gotta be big why they're all big are you saying I, they're all big i'm just they're big nice people just like big hearts yeah. oh big hearts mm-hmm. like enlarged hearts like they have a like they said like andre the giant tonight yeah. yeah you know yeah big heart like his Grinch. heart grew six sizes and that's then not he good. died that's, not <laughs> <laughs> that's what should have happened to the group yeah your heart cannot grow that much no. that quickly god that just sounds painful yeah Ugh. Uh, we have one bonus award here that I had almost totally forgotten about, and it's a callback to two years ago. <laughs> when the first, that was the, I believe the first time, it was the second Golden Horn Awards, but it was the first time that you guys had joined me for these awards. And the award was for Female Wrestler of the Year. <laughs> and the award that Mr. Calcibetta, or the woman that, Mr. Calcibetta presented with the Female Wrestler of the Year Award was one Gail Kim. And Gail Kim, we surmise, had wrestled, I believe, two matches. Two matches. <laughs> Great matches. In, in that year. Can you name those matches? <laughs> no, I can No, you cannot. I can name, name the one from this year. You can act. I didn't ask you about this year. <laughs> so we have come, We a, after that, we came up with the Gail Kim Lifetime Achievement Award because basically you said that you gave that award to her because she had retired that year and you felt that she deserved to be Wrestler of the Year because she had such a great career, even though that is not what the Wrestler of the Year Award... I think I was a little intoxicated that evening. That shocks me. 
because that's never true. No, that's, yeah, no. I think all. that was one of those rare nights where I just, you know, had a little too much of the bubble. If I'm not mistaken, I think me and Dan both gave our, our female wrestler of the year award to Alexa Bliss, yeah. mm-hmm. who s- significantly earned it. And I want to, yeah. I'm going to go with Gail Kim. So Gail <laughs> Kim has become, uh, she's gotten her own award, uh, the Gail Kim Lifetime Achievement Award. So, Jason, this is your award. Oh, boy. I, who, I wasn't prepared for Who this. gets the Gail Kim Lifetime Achievement Award? Mm. You can give it to anybody. It doesn't fucking matter. <laughs> <laughs> give it to Gail Kim again. I wasn't, I wasn't prepared for this. Gail Kim did have a hell of a match with Tessa Blanchard. I swear. And it was amazing. It was amazing. I'm going to give mine to Trish Stratus. Yeah. Yeah. I, actually, I was going to actually bring She that retired up. this year, and that's apparently and that's what you all do, you need right? to do to win an award. That's all you got to do. But she did have a nice. She was in the Royal Rumble. She yeah. uh, was at. She did, she did she did some matches on Raw, and then she had the final match against Charlotte. Uh, went out went out with a bang. So she'll she'll get my lifetime achievement. I mean, award. we can give it to Goldberg this year. He had like Ooh, three matches. Interesting. You know, I guess that one with the Undertaker counts. Interesting. So it doesn't have to be a female will no. to win the doesn't have to be lifetime achievement. <laughs> Does it? No. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Just doesn't name. have to be anything. Just it, a lifetime it's achievement. It's just celebrating award. the fact that this moron gave an award. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't matter who we give it to. It doesn't no. matter. No. That's why I'm giving mine to Dan's best friend, Dave Meltzer. Uncle Dave. Interesting. He's probably had a match this year. Lifetime Achievement Award. Lifetime Achievement Award. Yeah, a match against credibility. Yeah. And he he's lost. Literally the most uncredible source of wrestling <laughs> that's, news. That's uh, true. Besides us. Present company excluded, um, sir. Which I'm pretty sure he's the one who keeps saying, Edge is signing a contract with the WWE. And then Edge is Poor like, Edge. No, I'm not. Edge is like, I'm, I'm on terrible sci fi shows. <laughs> nope. Calm down. But Dave Meltzer puts up with so much of our shit. Um, on a More consistent day. basis. We figure we give him an award. Give him we a figure horny. we give him an award. You know, we'll do put that. it up on the Let's mantle, Dave. Right, Dave. You know, Meltzer you've really it. earned Uncle it. And hashtag it. FDM. You know. Yep, I agree. Yep. So that's it for the 2019 Ryan Russell Review Golden Horn Awards. Do you guys want to do these emails? It's up to you. All right. Yeah, we'll we'll take a short break. We'll come back. We'll knock out a few emails real quick. Uh, you can always send those to us at rhinowrestlingreview at gmail.com. It is Dan Rhino, Will Lewis, Jason Calcibetta. It's the 2019 Rhino Wrestling Review Golden Horn Awards. Brought to you by our friends at ProWrestling.com. We'll be right back. <laughs>
Final segment here on the Rhino Wrestling Review. Dan Rhino will lose Jason Kelsabetta. A little bit of the bubbly. No, there's no bubbly here. <laughs> Cheeto fingers over there. Oh my god. And Mr. Cheeto fingers over there. Brought to you by our friends at ProWrestling.com. Let's knock out some emails. You can always send those to us at Rhino Wrestling Review at gmail.com or on Twitter at Rhino underscore wrestling. And the first one comes from Mike in Baltimore, who says the final NXT of 2019 was the best show of the Wednesday Night Wars, in my humble opinion. My questions are, can NXT keep the momentum going in 2020? And does AEW need to tweak their formula to avoid falling behind? So, Jason, I'm going to ask you the first part of that. Okay. Can NXT keep... They had a hell of a show. Uh, Your boy Dave Meltzer called it a takeover-worthy edition of NXT. I think you said that doesn't sound like uh, it. Award-winning. Yeah. Buddy. Are they going to... Meltzer. <laughs> that's true. He did win an award mm-hmm. on this show just yep. a couple minutes ago. Yep. Are they going to be able to keep that going in 2020? They're not going to be able to have a, a show like that every week. No, but I think the pieces are there right now if they want to. I mean, you got Rhea Ripley, who is hot. Adam Cole is hot right now, especially with that that dynamic of that crowd. Johnny Gargano's back. Yeah. Johnny Gargano's always been hot with that crowd. Mm-hmm. Finn know. Balor That's showing his junk to everybody. He did. Finn Balor's good I'm on that. I know. I'm yeah. just kidding. Um, I think they can if they want to. And I, you know. and that's, Champa, that's, Keith Lee. Yeah. NXT has a stacked roster. Mm-hmm. I mean, personally. I, and Keith that's from Dunn, somebody that, that. Breezango. You know. Yeah. Duh. Fandango, uh, Matt Riddle, you know, yeah, a lot of guys. He's kind of forgetting, forgotten, yeah. forgetting. Yeah. Jesus Christ, yeah, he's forgetting. <laughs> yeah, Velveteen Dream will be coming back soon. Yeah, okay, forget, <laughs> not in love anymore. I heard he was from Ferguson. I can't, yeah, I can't. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I think they can keep. So it they going. got the pieces to do it. I think they do, and I mean, I think right where you know, I think the champions are set up at least. Right now, especially going into 2020, I mean, you got your top four, or at least on the singles titles, you know. Mm-hmm. So who's the North American? Who's, is that still a thing? Roger. Still Roger Strong. Roger, yeah. yeah. So the whole Undisputed Era, which is probably the best faction, you know, in WWE for sure right now. I would say in professional wrestling. I just thought the Inner Circle was the only other thing I caught my eye. But yeah, Inner Circle's pretty amazing. Yeah, so, you know, especially with Jake Hager just stands there and looks at you. Like, which is when he's the best. Like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, they're so. great. Uh, then, uh, uh, Jay, uh, Will, I'm going to ask you the second part of that. There's been... Now, I haven't seen... I, I guess I'm missing something that a lot of the pundits and stuff are, are talking about with AEW. It seems like the, the sky is falling with, with AEW, and a lot of people, including Meltzer, seems to, to, to think this week that this was like a... A, a big momentum shift and that AEW's in trouble. I don't think AEW's in trouble, but do they need to tweak some things to keep the gap from getting bigger than it is? Because NXT has not only caught up to AEW's ratings, but they've passed them up now. Twice. And it's it's and most of those times have been recently. Yeah. So it seems like there's a pattern growing here. Does, what does AEW need to do differently? Do they need to do anything differently? So that's what I've been trying to figure out too. Because like, if you go online, like AEW is getting so much internet hate, and I don't get it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Well, the Dark like, Order 
blows. That was, I mean, like that was a weird thing, and, and that literally not that true. doesn't that didn't make any sense to me. Like you, do you take a tag team who is literally not even remotely close to being over, um, and you put them in a significant spot? Super which, Smash Bros. Which I was confused because they, I mean, shit. they were doing those promos for a long Jesus. time, and I'm like, I was wondering why oh, they were doing that, and, and but. I've been trying to figure out what AEW needs. Um, I don't think they need anything right now. They need more people in the Dark Order. Oh, okay. I definitely don't think they need that. I they, think they need less people they in the like Dark Order. Ten more. And for the Dark Order ten not more to gimps. be there all the time. They need uh, the the Blade to come out in a gimp mask. Oh, okay. Well, he always has one. Yeah, the Blade. Yeah. I mean, so, like, AEW has the talent. Um, I still think it's the better show to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, compared it's still to the NXT. show I watch first. Yeah, it's still the show I watch first because it also has story. Mm-hmm. NXT has no story. Mm-hmm. Um, NXT is just literally good matches on a consistent basis, and and really, um, like maybe it's one or two good matches, but it's not always every single match is good. Now Jason said <clears> that story doesn't matter. Yeah, story matters. You did because say that. what you're going to see is you said going story enhances a good match, but you don't need the story. So what you you're going to see too, what you're going to see too, is that the only times that NXT has passed up um, AEW was the one time where they announced that all of the Raw and SmackDown superstars were going to be there, mm-hmm. and then this time where they literally uh, did a commercial for it pretty much every single day for two weeks saying we're gonna have all these big time championship matches on this specific night so tune mm-hmm. in this night because something's gonna happen and then they also said that the championship match was gonna open the show yep. and it's gonna be commercial free now that it's happened i think nxt drops back off again gotcha. um because it has no it has no consistent story like there's no reason to tune in every single week like seeing matches is good i i don't run to watch nxt ever right now and i used to watch it all the time on the network like I, I will maybe catch it every once in a while. Interesting. But I watch AEW every single week. Um, now, Mike in Baltimore just told you the final NXT of 2019 was the best show of the Wednesday Night Wars. Well, Mike, I mean, it could have been Mike in Baltimore. It could have been, or it could have been two good matches with a lot of filler in between. Mm, interesting. So you know, rib. like, like, and I haven't watched it yet, so I can't really cast judgment on it. But I'm gonna watch it. Probably either when I get home or probably within the next couple days, and I would love to cast judgment on it and see if it actually holds up to it. Because what you're seeing right now is a lot of WWE fanboys are all over NXT because NXT is the best. NXT is blah blah blah. NXT was really good when it was on the network, and it's really good now. I get it, but you can only do just good matches for so long with no significant storylines. Um, and I think right now that's where AEW knocks it out of the park. Um, and I think once AEW has this weird little gap between their last show, which was the other day, and the beginning of the year, I think they're going to take a little bit of time off. Um, and then they're going to come back swinging. I think you're going to see Marty Scroll get entered into the picture there, which is going to bring a lot more viewers back in. Plus you get your second pay-per-view um, coming in. AEW has Kill more going cross. for right now. I think then NXT like NXT is gonna drop off I think but you're gonna be back and forth there for like probably the next half of a year one thing that I thought was very weird this week on Dynamite is that most of the matches were tag matches yeah there was like four tag matches on the on the card I don't know if that's really the best way to to, to tell stories and get guys over 
that might be something that they want to to mess with in, in the future and try to figure out more ways to get guys in single situations. Even if you're breaking up tag teams for, for one off. Like, I, I like what they were doing with uh, Trent Beretta, mm-hmm. where they had him doing some single stuff. Yep. And I think he's a future single star. I think you might be able to catch some surprises that way by doing that. And I think that that might be one way to tweak the formula a little bit. Don't just throw people, don't just be Teddy Long yeah. throwing people into tag. Play a play a player. Here, just here to get you go. On the card. Here's how you tweak the formula. You put the belt on Orange Cassidy, and then you strap a rocket to him, and you're you're going to pull in three, four million, three everybody. or three, four million viewers a week. Interesting, interesting, interesting idea. Well, you yeah. heard him, Mike. Yeah. Um, there's your answer. Yeah. Uh, number four pencil, which I guess is better than a number two or a number three. Remember, is there such thing as a number four pencil? Uh, I don't believe so. Well, hmm. yeah, he just emailed. Like a pencil emailed us? Yeah. Do you, that's ironic, don't you think? Don't you think? Uh, little too. Uh, you mentioned to uh, mentioned Marty Skrull a second ago. He writes, what kind of impact will Marty Skrull have now that he's with NWA? How long do you foresee him staying? Let me ask. Uh, switch it up here. We'll ask you the first part there. You're not happy about Marty Skrull being in NWA. No, I'm not. <laughs> I'm mad about it. I think it's stupid. I don't, well, I don't understand mad, why he's there. And, look, I get it that he's doing it for a paycheck, but he's supposed to be an AEW, and he needs to be an AEW. What if I told you he's facing Nick Aldis? I don't care. <laughs> Nick Aldis is the worst. I, nope. like, I kind of like Nick Aldis. The worst! Now, part of the reason why I think he's in NWA is because nobody expected it. Yeah, that's what makes it fun. Nobody expe- Everybody expected him I to popped. show up on, on AEW. And I will tell you, when when Jason told me that Marty Skrull showed up in end up showed up at uh, Into the Fire, is that what? Into the Fire. God, awful. It's a great song. It's not a great song. <laughs> uh, I watched NWA this week for the first time in probably four or five weeks. Really? Yeah. I watched it. I watched the whole episode. I watched his debut on on YouTube. The majority of it. There's a, there's some of the, some of the stuff I'm not, not a big fan of. Yeah. There was Um, one. I was like, wow. Like a couple of the tags, uh, a couple of the tag teams. I don't, I'm not real big fans of, uh, I don't even really remember their names. The Rock and Roll Express though. Uh, okay. (laughs) They're still, they were, they were on the card defending their titles. But there's a lot of stuff to like about that show, and I think Marty Skrull just makes it better. Uh, so I will say that having him there already made an impact on me because it made me want to watch. The second part, Jason, I'll go to you. Do you see this as a long-term th- thing for Marty Skrull? How long do you foresee him in NWA? Because it could be a situation like when Cody left WWE. He he went to Impact. He yeah. was in Impact for a, a couple of months. Yeah. Then he went to Ring of Honors and Ring of Honor for a few months and then he went here for a few months and here for a few months. Yeah. Could it, you think it's going to be something like that or you think it's going to be, you know, he'll be like the next Nick Aldis be the No, I don't I don't think it's long term personally. Um I mean the way NWA's taping schedule is is you um he can work the the pay-per-view I want to say is the 24th. And then the next two days after, they film five episodes a day. So you can literally be on an entire season for three days worth of work. Mm -hmm. Which is, I mean, that's just how they have to do it with no TV or anything. And uh, so, like, yeah, so I believe he'll be on most of this season. 
because that's already filmed. Um, and then, so I mean, uh, and then I'm sure he'll work the pay-per-view. Do you think he will be NWA champion? Ring of Honor missed an opportunity just because they knew he was leaving. They missed an opportunity of pulling the trigger on him, and it really hurt their company. Is NWA going to suffer the same fate? I don't think he... No, I don't think so. If he wins the title, I think that changes the longevity mm-hmm. of it. But, uh... I mean, it could be a... Like, Cody was the NWA champ for, yeah, for a little bit. Yeah, and then, then they another match happened. They had the big moment with yeah. him winning the title. Now, they then, might do it uh, just to switch it for the season. Mm-hmm. The, and then build up to another... But then you're building up to another pay-per-view, which is fine. Mm-hmm. That's not a problem. Um, but, no, I don't... I don't Personally, so far, see him winning the title, but I Will, do think Will be wants a good to see deal. Marty Skrull in AEW tomorrow. Yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah, he wants to see him as the leader of the Dark Order. I do think. No, cool no, I want to see around. him. I want to see him as the leader of. Uh, uh, I just want to see him as with the Butcher, the Bunny, and the Blade. Okay, that's villain. That's his new villain <laughs> enterprises. Like that makes the most sense. Can I, can I say something? Okay. Here? Can I say something here oh about, God. about those Someone's guys? Someone's talking about NWA. Okay, first of all... Into the fire! The Blade is just Braxton Sutter. Your and, boy. And Pepper Park. That's the guy that wore the beanie. It, correct me if I'm wrong. The guy no, that wore the, right. the beanie in Impact that blows. <laughs> he's not good. We don't put a gimp mask on him and all of a sudden he's the second coming of Demolition Smash. What if I told you Allie was there in leather? What if I told you Allie's a horrible wrestler? That's why she had to die. In because the she lost realm. her wrestling talent in the shadow realm. So we have two that aren't <coughs> that don't really do anything for anybody, and then we got the the one who's probably the most intriguing is the guitar player with the big belly and the monocle. Yeah, <laughs> the monocle. <laughs> Do not pass go. Do not collect two hundred dollars. That's that's who we're giving big TV oh, time. Yeah. That's the ones who are beating the shit out of Cody. I'm uninvolved, sir. Well, yeah. they already lost, so that's yeah. one way to tweak at your formula AEW. Yeah. <laughs> Knock that. Shit I'm just off. saying, if you give them a very significant leader like Marty Scroll, it makes more sense. Stop getting people that weren't over in Impact and trying to get whoa, them over in your whoa. company. <laughs> Why WWE does it all? No, they don't. No, they have people that were over in Impact yeah, and, they and made them more them. over. Yeah. No, they also have people who were over in NXT and then they bring them up to the main and roster and they're them. just like, who? Oh. Who? Who? There you go. Last email comes from Paul, Hall of Famer here in St. Louis. He writes, for me, it's a crime that Eric Bischoff is not going into the WWE Hall of Fame with the NWO. He was the figurehead of that faction for so long and I can't imagine an NWO incarnation without him. Uh, it was announced this uh, within the last couple weeks that Batista and also the uh, group of the NWO being Hulk Hogan, Scott Hall, Kevin Nash, and six, Which Sean Waltman. There's also an additional person that you forgot that's getting inducted. Batista's dick? There it is. <laughs> is, uh-huh. he, is he going in separately? Or I would he, imagine so. Or is he inducting Batista? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be weird. Dana Brooks gonna induct him. Yeah, he's gonna induct her from the sound <laughs> of like what I what I hear hearing on uh, oh. Twitter. Oh, yeah. I'm just saying, man, it's none of my business. But so when I heard this, I was I'm a big Bischoff guy. I love his podcast. I'm a, I'm just a big fan of, of Bischoff in general. I thought he got a raw deal with WWE. I thought that was unfair to bring him in and make him make these life changes. 
and then to, to cut him loose and kind of throw him under the bus. And then the stories came out about like the catering and everything, which apparently were <laughs> very, that. very very fake, very fa very fake news. Now, wh who would give you yeah. false information about the world of professional wrestling? Uh, an award-winning journalist, a Golden Horn award-winning journalist. That's probably the most significant award he's ever won. Yeah. Gotta win. Everybody's blind squirrel finds an acorn. Anybody can win the lottery. You're shaking your head over there like Meltzer's like good for the business. <laughs> he's yeah. an award winner. Yeah. Yeah, he's also bad for the business. A lot of people that do it because of him. He's always he's always digging, always digging for dirt. Digging, and then he just like if he doesn't can't find it, he just makes it up. So for for me, Bischoff got a raw deal there, and I think I think timing is everything here. I think if he didn't just recently get released, yeah. he would have been in this he's group. In Probably instead of X Pac, <coughs> who's just one of the boys. So they're like, yeah, put him in. Now I could see if. Hogan Hall and Nash, obviously. Yeah. They were they were the, the, the group that What about like Horace Hogan? I would think Horace would be my fourth. Uh, Brutus, your boy? Brutus uh -huh. was never he, in the NWO. He wanted to be but, in. Yeah. He like had like brought made like a an the disciple airbrush shirt and like that's when Hogan like beat the shit out of Brutus and yeah. he said, If I did do this to my best friend, imagine what I'm gonna do to you. God, wrestling was the best. Yeah, it was the best. What happened? Oh, Seth Rollins. Lot. Yeah, exactly. Seth Rollins came along. Average size just penis. <laughs> no. Good for him. I'm just saying. Yeah. Uh, for, I, I agree. I Paul. think it's bad timing for with Bischoff. I think he should definitely should have been in there. I don't know why. Well, I do know why Xbox in there because they probably said, "Oh, we got to get our buddy in yeah, here too." Because Xbox wasn't even like one of the original. It's, I could see if like he was like the first guy they brought in or something. Yeah. The first guy they brought in was I think. Uh, Ted DiBiase, I think, was fifth. Was X Pac was sixth. So that's why he was. His Ravishing name was Rick Rude. I was about to say Rick Rude. Yeah, um, Rick Rude was up there. God, I don't. I don't even. Remember. He was on both shows. Uh, might have been the Giant. The Giant was uh, like, yeah. switched over. I know the shirt. Was he? <laughs> yeah, the Giants. Like he was on Team WCW for a while. Some old nitros. But then he eventually switched over Mr. to Perfect? Team WO. Yeah, he came. Later. He came in like way later because that was that What's, was the whole uh, like horseman. Like they, they thought Perfect was going to be in the horseman. What was that one guy's name? Switched over. Uh, Buff Bagwell was was an amazing. What about talent. the guy who's always broke? Uh, and he has oh Virgil. Virgil. What about yeah? What about Virgil? Big, uh, Stevie Ray was in the NWO. Yeah. Um, a lot of big names. A lot of big names. Dennis Rodman. Yeah, and Jeff Jarrett in there for a while. Who cares? I don't, nobody cares. <laughs> Why are you be like that? It, it's. It's. I agree with Paul. It is a crime that that Bischoff's not going into the Hall of Fame. Maybe they'll fix it between now and then, but I doubt it. Why would they announce it if they weren't going to put him in there? It does I, say DiBiase was the fourth. He was fourth. Giant okay. was the fifth. Okay. Look at me, knowing yeah. stuff. There you go. Apparently, NWO Sting was a week. <laughs> was a week before six. Oh, so six so was actually so seven. So why don't we get fake Sting coming out? Vincent. <laughs> yeah. I think if you're gonna put X Pac in, you gotta put in fake. Yeah, yeah you gotta. Not? Yeah, you have to. Yeah, Vincent, Miss yeah. Elizabeth. Why don't you put Ted DiBiase in? It's true. Yeah. It's a bias. It's a bias for for WWE and and because what, what this is his third time being inducted now. Who? Uh, Who? Uh, <laughs> Who? Uh, X Pac. This will. 
Uh, no, because he's not in as a single. Is he not? He's so in, he's with he's, he's in, in with, with DX. DX. He'll probably be in as a single. He'll so. be in with the NWO. He, so he will be the first three-time Hall of Famer, as is he deserving. I put him on my Mount Rushmore <laughs> of, of wrestlers. Yeah, he, he should be a three-time before Ric Flair. He should be a three-time before Hogan. He should be a three-time. Before he will Shawn be a three-time before a lot of people. Yeah, he should be a three-time before all those guys because yeah. he's probably the greatest of all time. <laughs> oh God. Xbox had go away heat for me. Uh, right? Now, I, who who would you say has more go away heat, uh, Xbox or King Corbin? Corbin, uh-huh. yeah, because Corbin, I just, I'm just like I don't even want to be in the room. Like Xbox, at least I, I can get through this and then see what else cool is coming next. <laughs> Corbin, I just don't even like wrestling. So anymore. what if Jeff Jarrett <laughs> faced King Corbin? Uh, you got the the gun. <laughs> There's your answer. No, God, please, no, 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 no! Awful. So hopefully Bischoff, Bischoff needs to go in. Even if he doesn't go in with the NWO, he needs to go in by. Maybe they're saving that so he can go in by himself. Because he definitely deserves, just like Ted Turner deserves yeah. to be in the Hall of Fame, Eric Bischoff deserves to be in the Hall of Fame for what he did for wrestling with WCW, forcing WWE to get out of the, the hokey shit where everybody had a job. You know, like one of them was a trash man, one of them was like a dentist. Oh, wow, that was pretty cool. <laughs> Duke the dumpster drug. You liked when everybody had an occupation. Well, it was like, a, because it's nice to see that they, you know, have you know careers outside of professional. Yeah, kind of like the XFL. They're all going to have to work regular jobs too because they they're going to go out of business make. in a year. Uh, but no, like one yeah, was 55. a repo man, yeah. one was a pig farmer. Oh, you make fifty-five, can't hide money. <laughs> one was Jeez. a clown. A lot of overtime this year. One was an Indian. Yeah, you can't say Indian. Native American. Native American. Yeah. Um, one was super racist. Hulk Hogan? Yeah. Yeah. Ultimate Warrior? Both of them. Yeah. Uh, one was from Parts Unknown. Yep. One was an Undertaker. See if you can figure that one out. Interesting. <laughs> I'll think about it. I'll okay. pontificate. Million yeah. Dollar Man. Has uh, if you guys have any answers as to who, <laughs> um, who was the Undertaker profession... Um, please email us at uh, uh, review at gmail.com. Care of Dan Rhino. You don't have to do that with an email, but you know, whatever. So I think that's going to do it, folks. Um, nice little three-hour tight show. Extravaganza. <laughs> Buckle up. And what I would like to do for it's the next episode, ride. might have to do a little research here as we end... Huh? As we end 2019... <laughs> as we end 2019, we end another decade. Uh-oh. Oh no! I would like to look back on the greatest moments of the 2010s in professional wrestling. So start doing some digging, boys. It wasn't great because we got a lot to talk about. The Shield coming that was cool. in. That's cool. CM Punk. CM Punk. Uh, that's about it as far as like <laughs> cool wrestling stuff in the last ten years. Uh, so Jinder Mahal was we'll champion. Be, we'll be talking about those two things mm. on the hopefully on the Jinder next Mahal. episode. Jinder Mahal's great run with yeah. the title. Better ratings than Seth got. Oh wow. my god! Wow. We'll talk and we'll we'll break it down for you. Enzo Amore allegedly. How you re- doing? Never mind. I can't say that word. Can't say that word. Oh. Uh, we're going to talk about that hopefully on the next episode. So uh, if you got anything that you'd like us to cover, send us our, your thoughts at rhinowrestlingreview at gmail.com or at rhino underscore wrestling. I'm Dan Rhino, at Dan Rhino on Twitter. He's Will Lewis, at Willestein on Twitter. He's Jason Calcibetta, at BigJ2197 on Twitter. We are the Rhino Wrestling Review, and we 
Wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. We wish you a Merry Christmas. Now get out of here. And don't kick out of each other's finishers. See ya. The R to the Y, N to the O, on a block like a tortoise with a slow, on a block like a baker cause I'm picking up my dough, and when I'm in the booth like I'm cooking up a O.